Press Communications LLC proudly presents Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. Next. We are Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. Well, special guests don't get more special than the father of our country, General George Washington. Good morning, sir. Good morning. It Good is morning. Wonder- wonderful to have you here. We are excited that you'll be part of 1071 The Boss. Co-presents Red, White, and Brew Fest on your holiday, President's Day, or coming close to President's Day anyway, Saturday, February the 17th at Cure Insurance Arena in Trenton. I'm sure you're familiar with Trenton. You spent some time there with your men. I did, many yes. years ago. Many, many years ago. <laughs> At the Battle of Trenton, the Second Battle of Trenton, yes. Yes. And thank God we were victorious. That's right, or we wouldn't be sitting here today. It's uh, true. This is going to be huge. Red, White, and Brewfest is happening in Trenton at the uh, Cure Arena, as I mentioned. It'll be a sampling event. There'll be uh, 50 different craft breweries, wineries, uh, spirits to sample. So this should be fun. I'm sure you gave your men some of those beverages, keep them warm on those cold nights well, crossing sure the Delaware. Yeah. I sure did. After the Battle of Trenton, we loaded up a little bit with some, with some brews and some... Uh, some wine and some rum. Sure. Uh, we broke into the rum. Uh, the Hessians had a lot of rum, and uh, it was great. And uh, I'm sure at the Brewfest, we will also have a wonderful time. And you're going to be there. You'll be taking selfies, I'm sure, with yes. people that want to meet uh, our first president. So That's that should true. be fun uh, while you're sampling uh, drinks and more. There's going to be live music there as well. 90s night. We've seen them before. Matter of fact, our boss music director, Tom Farinero, is one of the members of the band. A lot of fun. I don't know if you're familiar with the hits of bands like Chumbawamba, Mr. Washington. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> but you're going <laughs> to hear was, him. That was a little after my time, I think. <laughs> yeah, not the 1790s. That was the 1990s. Uh, so, 1990. Yeah. I didn't know those times. You're going you're gonna to hear them all from 90s night. There'll be interactive games and content. Let's talk about tickets now. Today, uh, you can get some tickets, 20% off tickets, and it'll go right through Christmas. So it's 20% off $55 general admission tickets when you use a special code STOCKING. You can do it right through the uh, website, which I'll give you here. It's uh, redwhiteandbrewnj.com, and we get the link right through 1071theboss.com as well. And to utilize the offer, you got to click the lock button when you take you over to Ticketmaster and then enter that code, which is STOCKING. Does all that make sense? 1071theboss.com. Uh, red, white, and brewnj.com for tickets. And again, you will be there. So any uh, any message to the people as we head into the holiday season, General? Yes. Uh, come, please come to Trenton. It's the uh, It was the turning point of the American Revolution, and we're celebrating a great event with the Red, White, and Brewfest. It'll be a revolutionary day in radio, and we're exactly. proud to present it again Saturday, February 17th, Red, White, and Brewfest at Cure Insurance Arena. General George Washington, a pleasure to meet you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Let it's me see all the, my pleasure. Let me see those teeth. Are those wooden? No, they look real to me, baby. <laughs> Yes, I just got here. <laughs> oh, okay. Are we on the air? Is this is this thing on? Is this happening on? here? <laughs> Hello. Well, are you on? Are you good? I think I'm on. Right, are we fine. on? Yeah, we had an exciting morning here this morning. Uh, just some technical issues this morning. So luckily, uh, Uncle Ross uh, came to the rescue, and he's got a uh, grandma got run over by a reindeer hat. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, it, listen, that makes the entire morning. 624. Joe uh, should be checking in in a couple of minutes, too, right? Is Joe ready to go this morning? I know he was... Uh, I have no idea. Some, I just he was having some, No, that's fine. He, <laughs> he was having some stuff, too. Well, anyway, listen. Good morning. Welcome to uh, the last show of the year. Thank God, clearly. The uh, 2023 End of Year Spectacular, live from the Count Basie Center for the Arts here in Red Bank. We got a big broadcast ready to go. Maybe we all needed a breather, a couple of cups of coffee. Because coming up later this morning, Southside Johnny in the house. He'll be performing uh, New Year's Eve here at the Count Basie, and he'll be with us live this morning talking about the show and doing a song for us. Holiday Express will be here. We're going to talk to Brad Blanks a little bit after 7 o'clock. We'll get him on the line. He did an exclusive red carpet interview with George Clooney. 
believe it or not. Of course he did. I don't know how he manages to weasel his way onto the red carpet, but uh, he's got some audio and he'll check in with us this morning. We got a Mr. Leonard Christmas song. That's a tradition that we just couldn't do without. <laughs> So we'll hear from Mr. Leonard this morning. we got tickets to go see Sticks and Farner. We'll do that about 7.10. Uh, we'll do some pre-coffee thoughts in uh, a couple of minutes here. We're running a little bit behind because we took a little while to uh, get going here. That's why we gave you some Christmas music to start. So you want to put off the uh, pre-coffee thoughts in the CBB for a couple of minutes? Sure. Here? And then, Ross, you get the horrible scopes ready to go, right? Uh, yeah, they're in my briefcase. i got to go and get it. <laughs> he needs oh, a moment. i, I got them right here. You have them. All right, we'll do the horrible scopes in a couple of minutes, too. Off and running with the final show of the year, the 2023 end of year. Year spectacular here at the Basie Center for the Arts. It's Robbie and Rochelle in the morning and the end of year spectacular 2023. A big show ready to go. It's been an exciting morning so far, that's for sure. Oh, yes. And I will admit to you that I have already had a couple of sips of coffee, but it is time right now for free coffee thoughts. Yes. Uncle Ross, can we bring that music down just a little here? Yes. Blaring in my, uh, blaring How's in my that? headphones. Better? That's much better. Thank you, sir. By the way, can we do a round of applause for Uncle Ross this morning? Yes. Oh. We had, a big uh, round of applause. like I mentioned, the satellites or whatever it was was not in our favor. And Ross was here at the theater and then ran back over because he knew what to do. And man, I can't thank him enough. Save the day. Save the day. He's a super Ross today. Look yeah, up right. at this guy. It's, it's super Ross. <laughs> All right. So I had everybody uh, go around the room uh, first thing before we knew that the satellite was going to crash. Mm-hmm. I blame Putin, by the way. Yeah. That's a good call, I think. <laughs> and it's always kind of fun to try and figure out whom amongst us has come up with these. Uh, yeah, the issue of consciousness first thing that comes to mind. And mm-hmm. we do this every Wednesday morning. Gets us a little bit closer to the weekend. And in this case, closer to the holiday season. People born in September were either conceived due to a drunken New Year's hookup or a well-thought-out New Year's plan. <laughs> Proud to tell you I'm the latter. That was mine. Gross. Only eating church during Christmas and Easter is the religious equivalent of only watching sports during the playoffs. That's so true. You fair-weather fan you. So true. Christmas Eve feels a lot more Christmassy than Christmas Day, isn't it? Yes. Isn't that always the case? Yeah. Well, because after the kids open the presents, there's uh, nothing There's nothing else. That's uh, it. Pour some eggnog. Got to clean up and tear down all the boxes. If you're <laughs> waiting till New Year's to make a change, it's not important to you. <laughs> False. <laughs> you don't want to go to the gym, bully. False. You don't want to do that. <laughs> ugly Christmas sweaters were only interesting when they weren't intentionally ugly. Ugly Christmas sweater parties essentially killed ugly Christmas sweater parties. You know what? That's so true because I remember when I was a kid, my uncles having those ugly Christmas sweaters and they were funny because they were ironic. And yeah. now people get the ones that are intentionally ugly Christmas sweaters and it's just not fun anymore. <laughs> it's so true. Remember the Flintstones had a Christmas episode? Yes. Huh? Huh? Yeah, oh. It was BC. So yeah, I guess was, that's true. There was no Christmas. Why so were they was celebrating? They, they celebrating? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Technically speaking, Hanukkah is the most lit holiday. Ah, I see what you did there. I always thought it was the night before Thanksgiving that was the most (laughs) lit holiday, to tell you the truth. All right, let's, uh, I want to do a little shout out here to our friends at uh, Earth Treasures Jewelers. Uh, Earth Treasures, uh, this holiday season, has definitely got the... Get the gift that they really, really want. And I'll tell you what, if you do one big gift and then some stocking stuffers, you are good to go. Make that person uh, very happy in your life. They are proud sponsors of Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. And we're doing our best to try and convince that plaza to change to the Earth Treasures Plaza. Because they've been there for 50 years as yes. of 2024, right? Yeah, amazing. Route 36, uh, Route 35 in Eatontown. Yeah, and they have a ton of experienced buyers in there. And none of these people that work there work on commission. I think that's really important to know when you walk in there. They're not yeah. looking for you to buy something because they're going to make money. They truly want to get you the best gift for the season. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, We were there the other day, and the selection is just 
awesome, and they probably have that perfect gift for you, and they will work with you to find it, whatever your price point. By the way, if you're looking to sell mm-hmm. uh, your used gold or silver or uh, jewelry, yes. uh, up to 20% uh, more than you get anywhere else when you go and trade it in there at uh, Earth Treasures Jewelers. So Incredible. Thank you for uh, being a sponsor of the big end-of-year spectacular this morning. Our friends, Earth Treasures Jewelers, Route 35, 36 in Eatontown, always online at shopearthtreasures.com. The area experts uh, in jewelry and uh, celebrating almost 50 years, making sure the gifts they give make memories for a lifetime. All right, let's go ahead and try. Time for the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. Again, uh, running a couple of minutes behind here. Usually we do it at 620 and uh, 835, but we're ready to go now. Yes. Thank you for uh, connecting with us uh, on all the socials. A lot of holiday events going on. You can text us always, 732-774-4444 as well. Slices with Santa is happening at Manja Brick Oven Pizza in Tom River. Okay. Free slices of pizza, hot cocoa to all kids 12 and under, unfortunately for you. Uh, I could pass for 12, right? Well, maybe. Maybe. Giveaways and photos with the big guy all starting at uh, 530. That happens tonight at Manja Brick Oven Pizza in Tom's River. You can check out their Facebook page for all the info. The Garden State Distillery Company, also in Tom's River, is hosting a sip and decorate that goes on tonight from 630 to 830. You can join the fun and sip on seasonal cocktails, gingerbread house decorating, <laughs> all decorating supplies provided. How could, what could go wrong what with cocktails and gingerbread houses? GardenStateDistillery.com. <laughs> For the details on that. And Sea of Lights is an indoor holiday light spectacular that goes on at Jenks Aquarium, Point Beach. It's happening Friday and Saturday from 4 to 8 p.m. Princess Sweets and Treats will be there. I think I've met her, oh, as a matter of fact. I'm sure you have. Winter Princess and Queen, Elf Story Time, Snowville Shows, the Eyes of Wild Animal Shows, Holiday Character wow. Meet and Greets. Boy, a lot of fun. Jenkinsons.com for all the details. That's a nice aquarium there. It's beautiful in there. The kids love that place. Also, uh... Luckily, again, because we were having some technical issues earlier this morning, I had something that we had recorded on the phone yesterday with uh, Sam, who plays George Washington. He's going to be our official George. 1071 <laughs> The Boss presents uh, Red, White, and Brew. It's coming up President's Day weekend, February. Already got ticket information if you want to be part of this. The first time we've ever done anything like this, bringing in uh, New Jersey um, brewers from all over the state. Okay. And it's a big old event, and there'll uh, be all kinds of vendors. Uh, big party happening uh, in February. Red, White, and Brew at the Cure Arena in Trenton is up at 1071 The comes. If you heard my little chat there with the guy who plays George Washington, who takes it very seriously, by the way, in period clothes on. Really? I mean, maybe not all of them, but some of his jacket, I guess, uh, some of the materials go back to the colonial period. So he's like, he's like he's a, legit. He's legit. He's a real. I he like had, it. He had the wooden teeth and everything, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> his teeth were made of wood. So 1071theboss.com if you want to get some more info on that. All right, 640, live here from the base. We got a lot to do today. Let's run it down again. We'll talk to Brad Blanks in about 30 minutes here. Hopefully, we'll get him on without a problem at uh, 715 or so. So he caught up with George Clooney. We got Mr. Leonard's Christmas song on the way. And a little bit later on this morning, both Holiday Express, who did a great show last night here at the Basie uh, with Dr. Elmo. Ross, Dr. Elmo was here last night. Really? Wow, that's great. He performed with us uh, the other day, came Mm -hmm. into the studio, but then he was uh, in town because he was performing with Holiday Express last night. We'll get... uh Holiday Express in here. Southside Johnny will be in about 9.15 this morning. But speaking of Uncle Ross, let's take a look ahead, see how the uh, holiday season is proceeding. With your finally Wednesday horrible scopes, here's Uncle Ross Britton. All right, Aries, at times today, you may be battling wild impulses. Whether you fight them off... Wake up. Guess neither my morning. Whoa. No, we don't want that. No. <laughs> let, me, let me try and stop it here. Yeah, we'll put it... Uh, we'll. There you go. You're all good. All right. Uh, where was I? What, what was that about the horrible scopes? <laughs> yeah. 
Aries, at times today, you may be battling wild impulses. Whether you fight them off or give in to them, there's a need to keep perspective now. A twist of sorts may keep you on your toes or you're discovering or rediscovering desires and interests. Taurus, I'll tell you what, I'm on my toes this morning, that's for sure. <laughs> you're in a pleasant cycle for one-to-one -one relationships. With Venus opposite Uranus today, you could be torn between needing somebody's company, feedback, or approval and wanting to go your own way. Changes may be necessary for your growth. Gemini, with Venus opposite Uranus, you can feel particularly bothered by situations that don't quite represent you or feel you've outgrown. Strive for improved or innovative approaches and methods for best results. Aim to be flexible in the face of changes. Cancer, that Venus-Uranus transit can help you free up some creative energy if you've been in a rut, but it can throw you off center temporarily. Emotions can be up and down, which may very well lead to mixed signals. Expect the unexpected and avoid making quick decisions. Leo, as Venus and Uranus head into opposition, it can stir some restless feelings with areas where you felt in a rut or restricted in stronger focus. Expect the unexpected today rather than cling tightly to your schedules. Adapt to your interruptions rather than fight them. Virgo, the Venus-Uranus opposition means you tend to clash with others regarding opinions and ideas today. Incoming news can push you in a new direction or you gain a perspective that opens new worlds for you. And there can be an epiphany involved. Libra, with your ruler Venus heading into opposition with Uranus, be open to making positive changes and improvements while avoiding sudden moves. The more innovative or unusual, the more you're attracted. Think outside the box and control quick impulses. Scorpio, the moon spends the day in your work and health sector and you have a strong need to get on top of your routines that allow you to be more creative. There can be an unusual attraction or desire that comes on suddenly, but avoid jumping too quickly to conclusions. Sagittarius, the moon in your sector of joy all day can boost your desire to enjoy yourself. Venus heads into opposition with Uranus, and while changes in your schedule can be chaotic, valuable new directions or methods can emerge from all the disruptions. Capricorn, with Venus moving into opposition with Uranus, you can be a little less tolerant of situations that seem to confine or bore you today, particularly on creative and social levels. Expect the unexpected, and it's not a time to stubbornly hold on to what's familiar. Aquarius, today's moon stirs your curiosity and opens you up to new ideas. As the day advances, a Venus-Uranus opposition comes into play, reminding you of the need to change areas of your life that have come too predictable. Try not to take it too far, though. And finally, and Pisces. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I said, and finally, I always do that to you. Pisces, with the moon in your solar second house all day, you have the urge for more stability. Still, a Venus-Uranus opposition is coming into play, and it can pull up strong feelings. Your patience may be short, or you might pull away from situations that feel too limiting. And those are your Wednesday horrible scopes. All right. How about that? Oof. You know, it's uh, great. It's Joe usually isn't here. Uh, we're running a couple of minutes behind. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, getting to the uh, horrible scopes, so I, I can hear Joe giggling in the background every time we say... Uh, giggling, giggling. <laughs> every time we hear you Sneezing. Yeah. Ross, can you bring... Uh, he should be coming up on the uh, button right next to us. Can we <laughs> yeah. hear Joe? Is Joe there? Joe, good morning. Hello. Hello. Hi. How are you? Hello. Do we hear Joe Ross? Good. Are we good? He's there. 
All right, hey everybody, man, this was uh, Joe. Can you describe uh, Robbie's reaction this morning to our satellite oh issues? My gosh, it was absolutely <laughs> classic, Robbie. Classic, yeah. Robbie. It's I'm done. I'm quitting on air. I'm done. Finished. This is it. I can't stand it anymore. And then fi- I, finally, I just said to him, "You know what's going to happen one day? You're going to yeah. say that, and Bob, Big Boss Bob's going to open the door and say, see ya.'" <laughs> yeah. Well, I got to tell you though, you composed yourself really well here because all of our promo friends said, "Wow." Oh, he's taking this really well. And I said, no. No, he's no, not. No, 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 <laughs> See, now that Somebody implies is... to me that, that they all know what a horrible person I really am, Joe. I thought all of them thought I was a really nice guy, but in fact, I have not hit it as well as I thought I had, that I'm an egomaniacal maniac, okay? Somebody's getting their head lopped off later today, and it's going to yeah, be oh, Robbie. There's... Robbie's going to go. There's going to be, it's going to be. Uh, it's almost worth driving down to the station to Almost. See. Yeah, it really is. It really is. You know the best part of that whole thing? I'm ranting, and I'm just saying, this is ridiculous, and I can't understand why in the year 2023, technology doesn't work and what does joe say he's like you need to hang on a few more months because i'm thinking about collecting social security so until we get to that point i, mean, yeah. you know what? I need you there friend. until i need you there until august 14th <laughs> that's wow. when i turn 66 and a half well after that wow. i'll hold the door for you you know what you really are just an awful person Listen, joe, i hope don't you have a terrible christmas and i don't even like you okay so august unbelievable i'm 66 and a half Bye-bye! <laughs> wow. Classic, classic Robbie. Cool. You know what? I mean, I would need more Rosses in this world unless Joe Nolan's. That's what we need. Thank you. Sure. Yeah. Yes. All right. Here we go. Time for Christmas trivia. I don't know that we, uh, we've done this before. Maybe we did this last year. Hmm. I got some trivia for you. What year was Jingle Bells written? You want to take a wild guess? Oh, I have no idea. I'm not talking Jingle Bell Rock. I'm talking the original Jingle Bells. Goes back to 1857. Oh, I would have been way off. Was written. Listen to this guy's name. Written by a guy named James Lord Piermont. And it was written Ooh. for Thanksgiving, not for Christmas originally. Really? Yeah. It's a winter song, and they wrote it uh, at Thanksgiving. What was the first year they had a tree at Rockefeller Center? Take a guess on that one. Mm, 1934. Well, you're close. 1931. Oh, yeah. This year, the tree features more than 50,000 LED lights, five miles of strung up lights. You thought your tree was a pain to put up, right? Yeah. How Who's much? taking that down. That's yeah. a lot. Well, Just, they got a whole crew of people. Just throw the lights away. You know what's really amazing is uh, the theme parks when they do that. Disney does it. Oh, yeah, Six yeah. Flags does it, too. The, they, the one night, it's Halloween. The next night, it's Christmas. Yeah, they just do it overnight. It's insane. It really is amazing. How they do. By the way, the tree this year is 80 feet tall. Wow. Okay. How much money did the Grinch make? The 2018 uh, Grinch remake. Oh. I'll tell you this. It's the highest grossing Christmas movie ever. More than Home Alone. Broke really? Broke Home Alone's record, yeah. Uh, b- b- 300 million. Nope. Half a, mil- half a billion. Half a billion? Yep. $512 wow. million. Dollars. Okay. All right. What year did Hallmark put out their first Christmas card? Uh, 1941. 1915? 1915. Okay. All the items in the 12 Days of Christmas, you know, Partridge in a yes. Country and all of that. Uh, how many total how many total gifts? Yeah. Oh, like going all the way around and yeah. around and around? Uh, 180. 354. Okay. I'm really bad at this. When was the first Coca-Cola Santa Claus? 1910. I mean, 1931. This is not a contest, you know. Oh. Just trivia. It's okay. That well, I don't know. like getting them wrong. <laughs> I'm very competitive. All right. I'll ask Ross one of these. Science fiction franchise had its own holiday television special, 1978, and has never been seen officially again. It's only available in, you know, bootleg copies. Star Trek. Uh, Star Wars. Oh, very close. Darn. Star Wars. All right. Give me some Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs>
I've got three impressions. That's one of them. Christmas anniversary today, too. Uh, Mary, it's a, it's a Wonderful Life premiered this day at Radio Aww. City in New York back in 1946. So happy anniversary to It's a Wonderful Life. I know we were supposed to watch, uh, we had that movie on the list mm-hmm. and we had the... Uh, Christmas vacation. Christmas vacation, yes. Chevy Chase on the list. But, all right, on the way, we're going to talk to uh, Brad Blanks and George Clooney. He was on the red carpet. We'll find out what that was all about. We got tickets. We'll do a little mystery oldie here this morning. Uh, Ross, we're going to come up with a mystery oldie, so I'll add that to your docket uh, here for tickets to go see (laughs) Foreigner and Sticks next summer at PNC Bank Arts Center. Live from the Count Basie Center for the Arts in Red Bank, it's a 2023 end of year spectacular on the boss. 2023 end of year spectacular is on the air everywhere at exactly 107.199.7 FM on our boss app, 1071theboss.com. All right, on the way, we got a busy hour ahead of us. We'll talk to that six foot Australian, six foot seven Australian, (laughs) Brad Blanks, and he has some audio. Of both uh, George Clooney, who's getting a new movie out, and Callum Turner, who's the star of the movies. We'll find out. Oh. What that's about. This was a private event, and somehow Brad managed to get Weasel his, way, his in. way in. And uh, this is exclusive audio that he saved for us uh, this morning, so we'll get to that. Oh. We're going to do uh, what's well, usually Mystery Oldie Wednesday, but by popular demand, we're going to do the Backwards Oldie today. Okay. Because we've uh, we'd had a lot of fun yesterday with <laughs> Dean Martin. Let it snow. Yes. So I have a uh, a more modern Christmas song. A newer Christmas song will play it backwards. First person to figure out what it is will win tickets to Farner and Stick to uh, Six this morning. So we'll do that in a couple of minutes. Plus, we'll check Mom Confessions. And we got He Said. She Said. On the way at about 7.50 this morning. Of course, a holiday theme. But before we go any farther, one of the highlights of the year had to have been getting back together the uh, the original Z Morning Zoo for their 40th anniversary back in July. Mm-hmm. That was a lot of fun. And, Ross, you would remember uh, a guy, I think he was your assistant public service director, Mr. Leonard. Oh, was yeah. a big part of that. And every year he sends us a uh, Christmas song. It's a little bit of a tradition that we like to keep alive from the old zoo here on The Boss. Ladies and gentlemen, the 2023 edition of Mr. Leonard's Christmas Song on 1071 The Boss. <laughs> Let's fire that up. Will I kick that stupid elf off the shelf? Rather have Christmas all by myself. Today's Christmas ain't got the same show. Well, I'll grope myself under the mistletoe. Don't want no fake silver Christmas tree. Mine's usually dead by New Year's Eve. Hey, I know where you can get one for free. Well, I cut mine fresh from the Firestone links. Yeah, I did. Give me some old-time Christmas songs. But not in October. No, that's just wrong. Spike my eggnog and I'm ready to go. I need some old-time ho, 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 Christmas is just not the same. Someone replaced the bro with the hoe. You know what I mean supposed to be the best time of year that brings out the worst in people. So I got two big decisions to make every year now. Do I want to get trampled on Black Friday or do I want to have my identity stolen on Cyber Monday? Got a female Santa at the shopping mall. Now who's the idiot that made that call? With all due respect, I love the women myself. But give me a Santa with a couple of jingle bells. So kick that elf right off the shelf Rather have Christmas all by myself This kind of Christmas ain't got the same show Well, I'll grope myself under the mistletoe That's what I'm looking Elf on the shelf, give me a break What's next, the goof on the roof? The perv on the curve? The snoop on the stoop? The drunk in the trunk? 
Don't you give me the cutoff sign, huh? That's it, I'm done? That's okay, I don't care. I'm done anyway. You know I'm not a complainer. Merry Christmas. The 2023 End of Year Spectacular live from the Count Basie Center for the Arts in Red Bank, 710 in the morning. Robbie and Rochelle, along with Uncle Ross, Joe, and the rest of the crew here, 1071 The Boss and 99.7 FM on your boss app, 1071theboss.com. Did you see that uh, story yesterday about uh, Tommy Cutlets, Tommy DeVito from the Giants? What was that about? Well, I guess the deal is he was asked to appear at a pizzeria. And I forget the name of it, but I believe it was up in uh, Morristown. And it's always on the list. Uh, Consiglio's, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Joe, what's the name of the place? Name of it, but he was, uh, he originally said, they originally said 10 grand for the appearance. Right. And apparently his agent, after that game he had where he just lit it up, he said, oh, no, 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 no. We're going to need $20,000. <laughs> Right, so his agent is a guy, and I happened to see a picture of him the other day, and he's just out of central casting from The Sopranos. He's wearing like a black pinstripe suit and a fedora on the field. And you're like, who is this guy? I did a little Google on him. His name is uh, Sean Stefano, and Joe is right. And they've got a text message between the owner of his pizzeria up in Morristown and his agent, and he says, uh, you know, would it be okay for $10,000, two hours? Uh, We'll have Tommy. He'll uh, eat some pizza, meet his fans. And the guy says, yeah, sounds great. You should post a picture of this guy, by the way, (laughs) on the Facebook page. Oh, yeah, he's right out of central casting. Oh, yeah. And then he claims they had no deal, but again, there's a text message that exists. And uh, so, anyway, Tommy Tommy Cutlet shows up last night trying to right the wrong here. Free. He did. And yeah. says, listen, don't listen to my agent. Forget even the talent fee I'm supposed to get. And I look, he should get a talent fee for his time. But he said, I'll just show up. So, last night showed up and met with fans. It's a good job out of him. But a great job out of him. Very smart on his part to do that. So, it shows a little character on a Tommy Cutlet's. But, uh, boy, what is the, that agent? He That's a reality show waiting him. to happen. Yeah. What is the deal? But uh, the guy's good. I read up on him. He's got his own uh, firm and everything. He's been around for a long time. But I mean, he looks cartoonish walking around with a pinstripe suit on on a football field. You know, but that's I think you he's need. somebody's uncle. You, you want me to him. worry? Uh... <laughs> no, 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 no. You need him as your agent. <laughs> you know? Can you imagine that? <laughs> Can you know. even? Uh, right. How you doing? <laughs> Can you even imagine that? <laughs> All right, let's do some Here's tickets Robbie. here. He'll come to your pizza place and sign autographs. He needs about thirty dollars for that. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we did a whole deep dive the other day on Cameo because I, I think people have heard us talking about this. Joe, the first of the year, is joining Cameo. And we were amused by this. But, you know, it turns out that there are a lot of other radio people mm-hmm. who were on the Cameo app. And we went through it. It was interesting to see how, you know, the prices vary. There were some people that were like at 100 bucks and some that were at $3. And so I think you're right in the ballpark. They're charging 10 Yeah. We'll see. My favorite part, though, is all of the radio people had about four views. <laughs> Every one of them. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was great. I think he can do better than that. I, I think do. you can, too. Yes. But, all right. Uh, listen, let's do the um, the mystery. No, we're going to do the backwards. Old, well, I'm getting a call here from the... Uh, should I take this call live? I probably shouldn't do that <laughs> Don't live. do that. I'm not going to Oh, boy. <laughs> Joe, talk amongst yourselves. I got the satellite guy on the phone here. You guys talk amongst yourselves, and I'll, I'll deal with this. Oh, Joe. Boy. Why is your cameo not up now? Because I feel like doing holiday wishes would be a much better idea than waiting till the first of the year. Because I wanted to clean up my room here, and I got to learn how to do oh. it yet. And I want to make—I don't want to just start. I don't want to just get into it. You know, I want to. I want to. <laughs> you want to do it right. I, yeah, I want to do it right. You can so, do it right. Um, Are you going to so get like gotta, a green screen? So you no, can do backgrounds. No, no, we're not going to do backgrounds. <laughs> 
I got, I've got all my Yankee baseballs behind me. That's it. That's all you're going to get. Ah, okay. All right. But, I like uh, how he says he wants to do it right, but then he's got Kermit handling this whole thing. Who, by the way, as usual, on a day where it's a busy, lot going on, he's not available till the afternoon. I hate when right. he does this to me. Just well, typical got, well, Kermit. He's, he's a busy, busy guy. Yeah, he's going setting on. up that cameo. That's right. It takes a lot of work. The whole holiday season to do that, right? <laughs> then he's got to stay. He's got to, you know, he's got to stop at the bar on the way down, and all these oh, other things. Of I mean, course, he's got a lot going on. He's a busy boy. It's a holiday season. Yeah, I killed three of them last night myself. It was pretty. Uh, oh, geez. it was a good night. It was a pretty good night <laughs> of scotch for me. Night. All right, listen, we were going to do a mystery oldie this morning. I stuck to the satellite guy. He's very apologetic, but well, I bet. Be. yeah, he's he's pretty apologetic. <laughs> yeah, uh, we we're going to do a mystery oldie, but by popular demand, we're going to do another backwards oldie. Yesterday we did a backwards oldie, kind of an old classic. We did a Dean Martin song, "Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow." So today we're going to do this backwards oldie. I will tell you, this is a uh, a modern song, a modern superstar. Hopefully you can uh, hear this. This is a uh, the song in reverse. Take a listen. First person to correctly ID it, positive ID at seven three two seven seven four forty four forty four seven seven four forty four forty four wins tickets to go see Sticks and Foreigner next summer at PNC Bank Art Center. Ross, could we hear that? You make that out? You want me to play? Yeah, I, I mean, I could hear it, but I got no, no idea. Well, it's backwards. So. I know the artist. You know the artist? Who do you think it is? Uh, that's Tay-Tay. Joe, you agree? Is that Taylor Swift? That's yeah. Tay-Tay. It is yeah. Taylor Swift. I will tell you that. So we're making it real easy to win this morning here. Tickets far enough. I don't know Sticks. the song, though. 732-774-4444. Ross, you want to get any takers there? We'll go to the phones here. Try yeah, get one of these nobody's tickets. on the line. Can, can you play line it yet. one more time? Yeah, I can do it one more time. I know it's Tay-Tay. I can tell her voice, but I have no idea what song that is. Yep. So at least we figured out the artist. I will tell you, this is a classic Christmas song, even though it's a new version of the song by Taylor Swift. So you guys figured out the huh. half of it here. 732-774-4444. Okay, you want me to put this one on the air? Yeah, we'll grab a call here. I want to give away tickets to 406. 1071, The Boss. Hi. Hi, is it last Christmas? It is not last Christmas, oh. no. Sorry. That's a good guess. 1071, The Boss. Hi. Hi, is it a Christmas tree farm? No, that's another good guess, but, but I'll tell you, this is that's one of her originals. This is a classic Christmas song. Okay, thanks. All right. Thanks for trying. I'll give you a clue. It is a sexy Christmas song. If there's what does a that thing. mean? If 1071, the boss, hi. Is it Christmas when you were mine? No, no, no. no. <laughs> Sorry. 1071, the boss, hi. Hi, is it Santa Baby? It is Santa Baby. Oh, there you go. Nice. Look at that. Sexy Christmas song. I get it. Yep, it is Santa Baby by Taylor Swift. Everybody had the right album. It's got last Christmas in that Christmas tree farm song, which, by the way, we get a couple of requests for. So we'll play uh, Christmas tree farm. Oh, I love that. Christmas tree farm song is awesome. Mm -hmm. Lil Michelle keeps saying we should be playing that, we too. Should so we'll, be. we'll get good. that on in a few. But what's your name? Liz. Liz, you get tickets to see Farner and Sticks next summer at PNC Bank Art Center. Thank nice you job. so much. You're welcome so much. Congratulations. That's awesome. Which sticks is it? Which sticks is it? <laughs> this is the non uh, Lou Graham, non Dennis DeYoung, Farner and Sticks. Non Dennis DeYoung. Okay. Show. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, it will be. I was just curious which one because there's two. I mean, they're they're, they're awesome. There's no doubt about oh, it. Right, Liz, hang in the line. Ross okay, will get all well, your. Thank uh, you. Okay, Ross will get all your information there. Uh, Uncle Ross, uh, back in Mission Control. Do we have uh, Brad Blanks on the hotline yet, or not yet? Uh, I, that's him. Yeah. Hold on a second. All right. Let's let's let get me, him on the line here. Let me put her on hold. 
Yeah. <laughs> and get Brad. Seems very nice. Get Brad Blanks on the air. Hey. Is that him? Good, Brad. Good hey, how you doing? Hey, there buddy. he how is. How are you? Oh my God. Good morning, oh, good. Brad. Rocking Joe, uh, Michelle. How are you, darling? <laughs> Amazing good, days, amazing. You? We're rocking Christmas and holidays. I'm just, I go crazy this time of year. <laughs> I love you, Brad. You're, you're like my hype man. You're so positive and happy all the time. Yeah, what a day you had, Robbie. What a day. Oh, oh. my goodness. But it will bounce back. Lexi, Lexi, it was classic. Classic. <laughs> yes, but it's good. Look, don't take that. Anger out at the shopping mall today when you're buying Rochelle a beautiful <laughs> present. All right, Robbie? Uh, he's, not Stay focused. he's not going. He, come on, he's not doing it. No, listen, it's funny you say that because, uh, Joe, I mentioned this the other day when uh, Rochelle was listening, uh, working from home and didn't have her headphones on. I have got to get this thing. It's called a burr basket together. Yeah. I don't know, Brad, do you know about this from your kids? It's uh, something that's trending online uh, where you buy a no. bunch of little gifts and you put it in this uh, basket. And it's it's the hot thing for a kid to give their mom. So my stepdaughter has put me has tasked me with getting this done for Rochelle. So I do have to go to the mall either today or tomorrow. So get get something better than a bread basket. <laughs> it's not a bread basket. It's a burr basket. It's a burr basket. It's supposed right. to be a surprise, and I'm super surprised. Oh right, uh, yeah, <laughs> very excited. Shocked. Oh, yeah, Joe Nolan's really excited over this bread basket, bro. <laughs> it's not a bread basket, Brad. Uh, all right, listen, Brad, hang on. Some rye, some raisin, uh, raisin uh, cinnamon. <laughs> I, little, uh, I just, you know what, bottle of Italian. <laughs> hey, that's a basket I would enjoy, yeah. actually. <laughs> it's a bottle of mozzarella. Have a nice day. How you doing? <laughs> and you get uh, Donnie Cutlets to drop it off. It's Tommy Cutlets. Oh, whatever. And, uh, listen, Brad, hang on the line here. We get to, we're going to talk to Brad. Yeah. We're going to find out how we met George Clooney. Brad Blanks is on the line, our favorite six foot seven Australian. Now, Brad, you somehow managed to uh, get on the red carpet with Callum Turner and George Clooney. They have a new movie out. What are the circumstances here? Paint a picture for us. Yeah, it's, uh, it was, a, it was a, a nice, beautiful, petite red carpet at the uh, MoMA. Very trendy place. I know Joe Nolan is an art guru. He loves going oh, yeah. to the MoMA and... Looking at the Warhols and the Jackson Pollock. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I was uh, luckily sort of sneaked my way in there, and it was the red cover for the movie The Boys in the Boat. It's an incredible film based in the 1930s about a ragtag bunch of uh, guys that come together. They're very poor, they have no money. They're at the University of Washington, and uh, they get together and they go on to the Berlin Olympics. Uh, I won't spoil it, even though you could probably look up the film on Wikipedia. Uh, it's based on, on a, an incredible book, and uh, the star of the movie is Callum Turner, a big, tall, good-looking fella uh, that plays the uh, the rower, one of the rowers in this movie. Uh, and, of course, George Clooney directs it. But Callum Turner's my first interview. All right, let's take a little listen to this from the red carpet. Uh, Callum Turner, how are you, mate? I'm good, Brad. Nice to see you. Making this movie, was there a moment where you reckon Clooney was worried about your um, your strokes, your uh, in yeah, the boat? Yeah, after three weeks of uh, intensive boot camp, he came down with Grant, and I, he gave us a big thumbs up, and there was a big smile on his face, but I could see the fear in his eyes. Right. We were awful that day. You know, we set ourselves the target of 46 strokes per minute, which is what the guys did in the boat for real. Oh, wow. After two days of rowing, I thought, nah, that's impossible. We ain't going to do that. Are you going to do it? There's no strokes. But you got to it. You know, somehow, the second last day, the more we went on with this, with our, with the shoot and with the training, the further it felt. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then, 
the second last day we did it, man. I don't know how. I can't explain it. So you've had a great few years. Is it crazy to think that Clooney's sort of kicking your butt there as your director, like pushing you uh, to do yeah, better? Of yeah. course, man. And I loved every second of it. I love him with all my heart. He taught me so much, and he's like a big brother, you know? Really? Yeah. Um, good romance in this movie, but it's a sports movie. How do you feel about entering that world of being a great sports movie? I love it. Yeah, yeah. Brad, I love it. Now loads of people want to talk to me about rowing. Yeah, right. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm into it. I want to be part of the rowing community. So you'll be at the Paris Olympics just rowing around? You know, like, yeah, basically. I'm going to row there from England. Along the Thames, I'm going to row to Paris. Good man. Yeah, thanks, Callum. There he is, Callum uh, Turner. All right, let's hear a little bit of this. Uh, anything we need to know about you getting on the red carpet with George Clooney? I mean, I would think there's a lot of security there, Brad. Yeah, a lot of security, but, you know, I, I sort of put my shoulders back, uh, brush my hair forward, and they accepted me, Robbie. They accepted me there. And uh, obviously I'm not as handsome as George Clooney, but, you know, I felt pretty good. You know, when you put your shoulders back, it stands straight. They'll let you get in anywhere in New York. So well. you got to do, huh? <laughs> Here it is. George, I've missed you. Brad, yeah, it's been a long time, mate. Yeah, we were talking about your back injury 10 years ago, yeah? Was it that long? I, think I was like, what's going good, on? Huh? Just a simple man, put a rowing tie on. You look still, good. Still you living. look very uh, elegant. I thought, you know, this was the casual <laughs> night. Yeah, look, look at like, you. Yeah, you look fly fishing. Yeah, I am going fly fishing. <laughs> um, all right, mate, you've entered the pantheon of sports movies now, yeah, which, yeah. Is, which is great. You know, the, natu the natural, Hoosiers, you know, um, how do you feel? that you've gone down that? Well, it's fun to do. I mean, I do like sports films. Yeah. And I, I, I like the idea of this one because, you know, it's one of those stories that we don't all really know very well. Uh -huh. But, you know, it's a, it's a hugely successful book. But it's the, uh, the underdog role, but these guys were really underdogs. It kept going. Like, like you watch this movie, you're like, nah, nah they're screwed again. You know, like, over and over. Well, like, it's kind of, that's what made it such a great book, was you just go, well, are we really going to root for all these, you know, these kids who, you know, it just didn't seem like they could do it. Right. And uh, I heard that you walked on the set, you had these athletic guys, yeah. the, the eight man in the boat, there, yes. and you're going, they're looking good, and you saw them out in the water, and then an hour later you went oh it was a disaster i mean you know they're actors it's a disaster but they got together at the very end just in time and that's teamwork that's what it's all about listen dude all you have to do is get 30 seconds of them looking good and you've got a movie i love that i love that now um the underdog of course a lot of talk about university of washington um and they're going to watch it maybe before they play well, uh, a game on uh, january 1st yeah. against texas so that's gonna be exciting and this could be the movie that pumps them up or well i don't know about that but you know listen and they've they've seemed to they're undefeated this year, that's right, yeah. so that's pretty exciting. Yep. Uh, now you've uh, made a water movie before. Um, you've yes. said <laughs> Batman and Robin. I was in the water. I was underwater. <laughs> well, what about Perfect Storm? This one ends a lot better than Perfect Storm. Yeah, Can we, we don't say? all die. Water movies are tough. Well, they're dumb to do. You know, I mean, anything you do in the water is right. like, go out in your, your swimming pool and walk in it. No animals, though, which is good in this. No. Well, one of the actors was, but we don't want to name names. And uh, that, the Hudson River's a lot safer than the North Atlantic Sea, too. Well, you never know. I mean, you know, yeah. bad guys land planes in the Hudson, so, you know. Right. So life's good for you? you know, like, yeah, how's life for you? Yeah, for good. So we haven't seen each other in 10 years. Yeah, that's right. And I have to say, you look younger now. Now than you did. Okay. Sure. Well, what a man. Uh, George Clooney, uh, all the best and great job on a making a sports movie. Check in yeah, every yeah, yeah. 10 years. Yeah, that's great. That doesn't sound like a compliment. <laughs> you know what's amazing though about that is that he hadn't seen you in 10 years and he must do, gosh, how many press junkets? And he knows Brad Blanks when he comes strolling up that yeah. little red carpet. Yeah, that's, that's right. 
Look, this is a great film, and I tell you what, it, this is uh, you know about American brilliance and underdogs, and these guys go out there and keep winning. It's an uh, inspiring story. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's one to check out this holiday season. Listen, Brad, thank you as always for being on here. We love that you're a part of our Boss Big Show here at 1071 The Boss uh, when you can be. Thank you for the uh, the interview here, and most importantly, have a wonderful holiday with you and your beautiful family, buddy. Yeah, oh, thanks, Robbie. Thanks, Michelle. Good on you, Ross. Thanks, Joe Nolan. What a crew you have, mate. What a fantastic <laughs> year you've had, Robbie. Well done, mate. Oh, do we love you, buddy. We'll talk to you love soon, you, okay? Happy well New Year, on, Brad. Rochelle. I love you, too. I hope you get the bread basket, Rochelle. Thank you. <laughs> it's a burr basket. It's not a bread basket. Right, there he goes. The six foot seven Australian Brad Blanks at 727. All right, let's squeeze in here some hashtag mom. God, Every morning about 720 and 920 or so, we hear from moms. I'll go get the, uh, the mom music here while Rochelle is doing this. And we search that hashtag. And, of course, there's a lot going on this time of year. And we share them just like this. Molly Beam said, isn't dealing with kids in the morning impossible enough without adding a treasure hunt of the elf doll? I'll tell you what, that elf on the shelf, man, I just don't get it. It's stressful. You know, I am planning for this coming weekend because it's the last the last of the elves. And after 13 years of doing this with the kids, you ju- it's just hard to come up with new stuff. I mean, every day. Am I allowed to mention the thing about the tag that you told me? It's a, sure. Grayson uh, noticed that there was a tag on his elf. Yes. And I think he had the thought in his head. He's like, man, things that uh, are bought in the store have a tag. Yeah. Hmm. No, no, no. But we, we veered him away. It's the tag that Santa has to have on all the elves because there's a lot of elves in the North Pole and he needs to distinguish between them. So yeah. it's, it's the elf tag. That's a good mom save. That's, I like that's that. That's what we did there. That's a good mom save. <laughs> that's what I did. At Dad-in-law said, my daughter asked me how to begin her letter to Santa Claus. So I suggest did she start with hear me out <laughs> <laughs> and rachel clary said a strand of lights on my christmas tree went out this morning and my kids learned five new words uh, well there's <laughs> listen there's five worse words they could learn that's for sure <laughs> hashtag mom every morning 7 27 in you might hear yours right here fast five birthdays all on the way plus your he said she said account basie center for the arts the end of year spectacular is on the air everywhere thank you again to brad blanks for checking in this morning that was pretty cool <laughs> also uh, congratulations to liz she just won those passes to see foreigner and sticks next summer at pnc bank art center correctly identified a bonus holiday backwards uh we call it backwards oldie of the day but it really wasn't that old just from a couple years ago taylor swift's christmas album her version of santa baby mm-hmm. everybody knows that taylor swift voice that's for sure Yes. All right, time now for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Five big old trending stories. Thought you needed to know. Be in the know from number five to number one. We will start at number five in just a moment and count down today. By the way, you can stay in touch with us. This might be our last show of the year, but we are always uh, on demand at 1071theboss.com or wherever you get podcasts. And also on the socials, we are at Robbie and Rochelle Radio at 1071theboss. Number five, there is a new trend on TikTok. It's husbands doing impressions of their wives. Uh-oh. What could possibly go wrong Uh-oh. with this? That does not. It sound like a very good idea, especially I mean, at the holiday season. Truthfully, I can't even imagine doing such a thing, but because I mean, it just leads to nothing this but trouble. Is but not a good here's idea. Here's an example of a video. I mean, this guy is just glutton for punishment. I mean, what are you doing? What would your impression of me be? Um, 
I, you know, I really don't. I can't really think of it. I think it'd probably be your facial expressions. I mean, because you oh. do kind of like goofy faces. Like, yes, hi. <laughs> you know, like sometimes you get a little slap happy. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't say that you're, you know, you're not somebody who's really, I mean, you're not nagging or anything like that. I mean, I know people joke about those sort of things, but. You're very smart. <laughs> See what I'm You're saying? You're very smart. See what I'm saying? <laughs> there is also a guy who's gone viral sharing stories about uh, his mom turning his braces into a Christmas ornament. Ew. This is really? Yep. That's fun, fun stuff on the uh, Fun stuff on the TikToks for Christmas. Do we have the... Uh, here's the guy talking about his mom turning his braces into That's a Christmas ornament. so gross. Ornament. <laughs> so I had braces when I was a kid, and after like four and a half years, I finally like went in to go and have them taken off. And the like, dentist, like, popped them all off and then put the braces on the tray and then like when we were done she like picks up the tray and starts to walk away my mom stops her and she goes uh no i'm like mom what are you doing she goes austin we paid six thousand dollars for those braces i'm not letting her throw them away so yeah now i have this christmas ornament are you kidding I don't know if it's brilliant or disgusting. It's generally designed. It, it is both. And, and as someone who's also paying for braces at the moment, I understand that thought. But, ew. Yeah, I mean, it is a little strange. Ew, gross. And, I mean, nobody likes the fact that they had braces. And then to see it as part of your holiday celebration every year. Seems yeah, funny. yeah. But they are very expensive, so I do get that. Right fishing hooks, people do that sort of thing. and uh, I, It was just in your mouth for six years. I don't know if I want it <laughs> hanging on the tree. Well, you know. There's a piece of broccoli stuck in there. Oh, gross. <laughs> Number four, there's a new survey that found that almost a quarter of adults plan on buying themselves a Christmas gift this year. I mean, certainly, yeah, it's been a rough year. What do you think of that idea? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I may or may not have purchased myself a thing or two whilst shopping. I mean, I certainly uh, understand that when you go to a store and you're looking to buy something for somebody, especially if it's a store you're interested in. Like, for example, I mentioned, and again, it's a burr basket, not a bread basket. <laughs> I mentioned I'm planning on going to the mall today. One of the things I want yeah. to do is pick up a couple of books as a little side gift for my dad. We got, sure. we got him as his main gift, but I want mm-hmm. to get him a couple of books. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just a little secondary gift. But yes. I know if I go into Barnes & Noble, I'm going to want to look at uh, you know, Stuff for you. vinyl or mm-hmm. yeah, something for myself. Yeah. So it is hard to just that urge. But then you feel so guilty about it, you know, because yeah. you're supposed to be there giving to others. And what are you doing? You're looking at stuff that you're interested in. I'm going to be honest. I don't feel guilty about it at all. I went to Ulta last week and got something for Lola and myself. And it was great because I knew that uh, I would be the only one buying presents for myself. So I thought I would just go ahead and get it. You two have a weird dynamic because usually it's a daughter wants stuff for mom, but you'd want her stuff. So it's kind of the other way Well, around. because I buy her all the good stuff and I take the crap stuff. So then I just want to borrow the stuff that I already bought her. Yeah, but aren't you really buying her the good stuff, figuring that you'll also use it? Yes. <laughs> you're just... I'm doing a good deed. Okay. We well, both get to I use take it. it. Back. This would be my impression of you. Look at this nice thing that I got you that's really for me. I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. It's so nice that we wear the same eyeshadow colors and the same size clothes and shoes. It's great. You I think, love well, it. Mom's got the wallet, so I guess i got to just go along with this until I'm 18. <laughs> that's <but>. right. <laughs> when can I start collecting Social Security like Nolan? <laughs> Number three, there's a new survey out that found one in seven people don't like Christmas. 66% say they do like it. 16% say, eh, I don't care either way. 15% say they don't like it. All right. There's seven people here right now in yeah, this let's, room. Let's do a show of hands. Boss Roadies, do you love Christmas? Do you not really care? Do you hate it? We got love it, everybody love it. here. I'm that's a love 100%. it. See, I'm kind of You're the one. I'm kind of indifferent. I don't hate it, but I mean, I'm kind of indifferent. You know, I've mentioned this and I make no bones about it. I like Groundhog Day and Fourth of July better. Which is super weird. Matter of fact, I think I like Halloween better because, you know, one of my favorite songs is the Monster Bash. So, yeah. Rob, so what, what about you? you? The one. Where do you oh, love no. Christmas? I, I'm a Christmas guy, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, he's got that goofy grandma got run over by a reindeer hat. So and a Hanukkah guy, too. <laughs> yeah. He likes it all. Yeah. He's, he's festivist. I'm a holiday fan. Yes, me too. I love a theme. Well, lucky for all of you, I have a supercut of all the different adaptations of Scrooge, A Christmas Carol. Uh-oh. Of course every, you do. Just about every actor we could find saying, humbug, you know, get lost. Merry Christmas, Uncle. Humbug. Humbug. All right, fine. Listen, it goes on another 30 seconds. Is that seconds, your ringtone? That's probably enough. I, that should be my ringtone <laughs> because that was delightful, wasn't it? That's a real supercut. I went through every single, uh, well, I made Kermit do it. We went through every single uh, version uh-huh. we could find. And there was still like another 20 seconds, but I got bored. So there you are. <laughs> bah humbug. Number two, a lot of studies out this morning. This one is a Reddit poll. It says a third of us get burned out on the holidays because of uh, shopping, yeah. crowds, long lines. Sure. That makes sense. Yeah. It's it's a busy, busy time of the year, and I think it's it's expensive, and there's places to be and things you have to do and stuff you don't normally do any other time of the year. So I can definitely understand getting burnt out. Yeah. I don't know about burned out, though. I just just looking forward to the you know, getting back into my normal routine. You know, We were talking well, about this in the he said, she said yesterday. It's just a, I like a, a routine. I like a certain thing at a certain time every day. It gives me a sense of comfort, you know? Yes, um, and I love you, but with all due respect, I don't know that you do quite as much as I do during the <laughs> holiday season. Yeah. So I would understand that maybe you don't get burned out, but considering that I do not sleep and I wrap hundreds of gifts and I shop and I, I cook and I clean and I take care of everyone, I get a little burnt out. Well, I was on the phone with the guy from the satellite this morning, so uh-huh. listen, that was this pretty stressful. Big deal. And it's, uh, big deal. I, I drank some eggnog. I did that too. So, uh... Nobody's walking out on this fun old-fashioned family Christmas. Right. Oh, no. We're all in this together. This is a full-blown four-alarm holiday emergency here. We're going to press on, and we're going to have the ha- ha- happiest Christmas since Bing <laughs> Crosby tap dance with Danny Kaye. There you go. That's right. If Clark Griswold says so, it must be true. He's in New Jersey this weekend, by the way. Oh, really? He's up at NJ Pack doing a talk, and uh, he's very happy about it. <laughs> I'm sure he's very There's happy. There's be a whole Twitter page, pictures of uh, people that have met Chevy Chase, and he just looks miserable every He does. Every he does not smile at all. All right, listen to this. Bonus, bonus, bonus story. Let's go on to your home state of Michigan, the little town, the wee little town of Monroe, Michigan. A guy mm. named Colton Pfeiffer has just broken a world record. You know, I love these things. Yes. He's received the world record for largest nasal septum flesh tunnel <gasps> coming in at just over 2.6 centimeters. What is centimeters into inches? 2.6 I centimeters. I mean, that's big. I'm trying to think. Yeah. When, you, when you get your... when is you get like four your, inches? Well, when you get like your ear pierced, I believe they use like a 16 inch gauge. So if you have a centimeter... That's right. He was uh, 18 huge. when he started this and uh, first had his septum pierced with a 16 gauge needle. It says the only disadvantage to have Having the uh, largest nasal septum flesh tunnel is drinking from cans or eating sandwiches as the jewelry gets in the way of him doing what he needs to do. But yeah, 2.6 centimeters is how many inches? Do we have that? Uh, uh, no, I, I mean, it's a lot. Yeah, that's. There's a problem that talks like this all the time. It sounds a little bit like that when you've got the. Uh, oh, hello, you know? Yeah, I, I would imagine if it's in your nose right there, that's. Uh, probably really, really disgusting. I'm on. The, I just went to the Guinness Book of World Records because. Yeah, oh my God! Look at a picture of this guy. I we really, should post that too, right next to Tommy Cutlet's uh, agent. Oh wow. my! He can stick his whole thumb through his nose. Yeah, I'm going to say that's probably about three or four inches Look across. At that. It made his nose bigger, but then he can stick. Oh wow! 
Oh, that's disgusting. One nostril to the other, the finger goes right through. He also has uh, tattoos of mushrooms on his nose, so this is the first. <laughs> so there's a... Look at this. You can see right yeah. through his nose. Uh, maybe not four inches, but that's a huge Oh, my gosh. There's a guy you want to bring home for Christmas dinner to make you proud. Oh, well, he, he can put a banana through there. That's so gross. That's disgusting. Oh, all I, right. I, okay. Happy holidays. See, oh, now my God. I don't feel so bad about the humbug. Oh, thing. my God. Bonus, bonus, bonus. Listen to this. Will Smith's former aide has repeated claims Uh-oh. that he had covert sexual relations with men okay. on the set. Uh, one guy claimed that he uh, had video memories that he walked yeah, in. Yeah, he did. He did. And there are mm-hmm. more people uh, coming forward. Will and Jada have denied the story and are now threatening legal action, saying they are asking for people to stop slandering them. But you have to imagine when you're saying something about someone who's big and famous and as rich as uh, Will Smith, there must be must be something going on or There's, you wouldn't publicly put yourself out there knowing right. that you could get sued. Right, you know? exactly. I think that they're... Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I, I tend to want to believe the guy because I don't... Why yeah. would, what, Like you said, why would he say and that? As long as he wasn't assaulting the guy, as long as it was consensual, right. who, cares who cares what he does anyway? Who cares? Well, I don't but, know why it's going to be such a thing. It's not like, you know, Cosby where you can't watch a show ever again. Yeah. It turns out he's a horrible monster. So what do you care about I mean, Will Smith? Sex life, Obviously, you know? Will and Jada have a weird relationship anyway, yeah. so if that's what they decide to do, then who really cares? But I don't... I mean, he told I, us from the get-go he's getting jiggy with it, you know what I mean? <laughs> Shouldn't be any big surprise, really. Okay. All right, number one, <laughs> not a moment too soon, clearly, according to this new study, there are a lot of Christmas studies out these end-of-year studies, mm-hmm. you know, the average moment we finally hit our limit and say, I'm ready for New Year's, I'm ready for Christmas to be over, yeah. is 2.13 p.m. December the 26th. Really? Yeah, that's the moment we'd say we're done with Christmas, we're over it. I feel like it's over. I think I'm in the minority there because I'm, I'm in the Christmas spirit until probably mid-February. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just keep it going. Then you dress up like George Washington, like that guy we had that's on right. earlier this morning from the uh, Red, White, and Brew. Yes, that's All right, right. Wednesday, we're on the celebrity birthday file. JoJo is 33. We met her, didn't we? Did we do something with her? Or I met her. I think I, think I met her. Might, I, I remember her being like three feet tall. Jonah Hill is 40 today. Wow. I thought he was older than that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Poor Jonah Hill. I don't know. I just thought he was older than that. No, I don't think so. But that's... I thought. See, I thought he was younger because I always think of him in that movie where he's in high school. Um, oh, super bad? Super bad, yeah. yeah so I, that's how yeah, I, I mean, see him. You just brought up a picture of him. Look at him. He, he, that guy looks older than 40, doesn't he? Man, he, I look he great. He doesn't have a wrinkle. Look, let me tell you something. I look great, okay? The fact wow. that he's only 40 oh, years old God. and he looks like that and I look like me... <laughs> I don't think he. Why do you think he looks bad? He has not a wrinkle I didn't say on he his back. He looks older than forty years old. That's for sure. Well, anyway, happy birthday, Jonah. It's tough being <laughs> a Christmas week birthday you. baby. Yes, it yeah. Is. And good luck to you. Yeah, good luck. Why don't you to go you. ahead and go get Tommy Cutlet's manager, right? <laughs> uh, the Alan Parsons Project. Remember them? Alan Parson, mm. seventy-five. Peter Chris, formerly of Kiss, seventy-eight today. And matter of fact, we had uh, we had this guy, dead guy, in the envelope not that long ago. It was the anniversary of Magnum P.I. Higgins. For Magnum oh, P.I., yes. John Hillerman was born on this date of history. He died six years ago, hence why he was a dead guy in the envelope mm. just weeks ago. Up. Yeah, it's amazing <laughs> how, that how that works. works amazing how that works. Mm-hmm. So today is amazing. National Sangria Day. What was that? National Sangria Day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Round of applause for National Sangria sure. Day. Uh, yeah, Thank yeah. you. Thank you. You know, there is a bar right here in Count Basie. And I feel like if we could somehow talk uh, Stephanie from the staff here into opening up the bar. But uh, you know who's Maybe. coming in, uh, Joe, later this morning? Tito Prenny Bryan is going to be here. I understand he has keys to all the uh, everything here, so we might be able to do some Maybe. sangrias. It, cool. it, it's National Sangria Day. Yeah. We have to celebrate. It's also National Sacagawea Day, so a little history. I don't know how we celebrate that. And it rhymes with sangria, so let's get that going for it. (laughs) Sacagawea and sangria. That's right. America. Uh, Also, (laughs) National Go Caroling Day, so pick your favorite Christmas carol. 
and go caroling today. And last I'll mention this day of history, 1958, Uncle Sam said, I want you to, hey, Mama, Elvis Presley, join the Army this mm. day of rock and roll history. So. Yep. There you are. Did he join or was he drafted? Well, he was drafted, yeah. and they say what uh, what <laughs> happened is that uh, there was a senator who uh, his daughter was just losing her mind and screaming every time Elvis came on TV. Yeah, and he uh, wielded his power and uh, called a guy and got the army to draft Elvis. And Elvis is in the army for two years, and mm. it kind of almost derailed his career. You know, so he sure did look good in that uniform, though. All right. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. I mean, you can't deny that, can you? It's not necessary. Come on. It's really unnecessary. Elvis in the uniform. It's a good look. Yeah. Okay. Come on, baby. <laughs> hey, Mama. Here, Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. The year-end spectacular is live from the Basie Center for the Arts. And the first of our uh, special guests has uh, just arrived. Now, she is an instructor at the uh, Music Conservancy uh, Conservatory here, which is part of what the Count Basie does. A lot of people don't know that. Good morning, Julia. Thank you for being here this morning. morning. She's getting her uh, songbook ready to go. She's going to play a little uh, piano music, a little Christmas music in I the background. I love that. Just to kind of class up this broadcast a little bit. So that'll be nice. Well, uh, if she does lessons, I'd really like to learn. This is true. You say this all the time that you would really love to learn to play piano. I really so. what I, I was attempting to play this morning, and then our other promo guy came up and just started actually, he knew how to play, and I had to walk away. Yeah, was, that was ridiculous, because he was watching you guys just kind of goof around playing chopsticks, and he sits down, it's like, right. that was unbelievable. Not okay, so I, I need her to show me how to play this. Oh, oh doesn't that. that sound nice? Oh, that's, oh. oh, that's beautiful. Oh, I need this, this a little de-stress this oh. morning, for sure. Ah. Oh. Ah, but 8.15, a Holiday Express will be here, which is kind of nice. I need a nice glass of warm eggnog and... Oh, wow, this... Man. That's beautiful. Ba, 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 ba. Good evening, I'm Robbie Bridges, and what I wish for this year is for world peace. <laughs> then death to my enemies, then all the money in the world, <laughs> and then that world peace thing. Remember that sketch from Steve Martin? Yes, I do. All right, after 9, uh, Southside Johnny will be here, so we'll get a live performance from him, too. So, big morning uh, still to come. Let's go ahead and uh, try this, though. It's He Said, She Said on Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. Thank you, Michael Scott Shannon. 7.55 here on the Boss Big Show. And if Santa Claus wanted to retire, who would you have to replace him? <laughs> well, Joe tells me that he's retiring in August, apparently. I don't know if he was kidding about that. So maybe we, I can see. Would Joe do it? Joking aside, Joe would make a great Santa Claus. Does he not look the part? I think Joe would be a great Santa Claus. He would just be great. And he loves kids. I mean, uh, there's nobody that loves, loves kids them. more than just Joe. Just loves kids. Loves him. No, but seriously though, who'd be a great Santa Claus? I'm trying. You know who? I mean, he's obviously he's celebrating his 98th birthday this week. He's not a young man. But is there anybody more lovable and magical than Dick Van Dyke? No. Would he not be a great Santa? Well, and the great thing is, is if he becomes Santa, he's magical. So he's just going to stay that age forever. Yeah. So that works. Okay. I mean, that we can just have Dick Van Dyke forever. He does, however, need to eat some cookies because he doesn't have the Santa look going. Well, he does have a white beard. That's part of what I was thinking about there. Thin to be my Santa. All right. I, I don't know. I I was going to go with the Rock. <laughs> These the Rock claws. The, well, I want the Rock to be president, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, but Santa, can, I mean, I feel like he looked great in a Santa suit. To be president and Santa Claus. Yeah, why not? <laughs> How about Dolly Parton? She looked good in a Santa suit too. Well, she'd certainly be a nice Mrs. Claus. That's, that's for sure. I mean, come on, come on. That would be wouldn't you? You nobody would hate having Dolly coming down the chimney. Am I wrong? <laughs> I think Dolly would get stuck in the chimney. You know I, if you know what I mean, and I think you know what I mean. All right, what about what about you? <laughs> Text us seven three two seven seven four forty four forty four. Answer on the Facebook today. We're gonna make it easy uh, on Uncle Ross and our producer Brian. Uh, good morning, Brian, by the way. Thank you for being there. 732-774-4444. Text us, Facebook us. If Santa were to retire, who would make the perfect Santa Claus? Could be someone you know. Could be a famous person. That's your he said. She said. We'll get into the... 
What's next? This is the Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. End of your spectacular live from the Count Basie Center for the Arts here in Red Bank today. And still to come this morning, we're going to talk to you a Holiday Express. Southside Johnny live. I'm not sure what song he wants to do, but I want him to do to have it a party. I just love that. He does Lots a of fun. great job with that song. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be here about 9.15 this morning. Uh, along with Holiday Express, we might be getting Dr. Elmo back. He was in the other day. You know, the grandma got run over oh, by a reindeer. Yeah. But if not, Ross has his uh, reindeer ear hat. He will do. And he's on his way back over here to the Basie this morning. We're going to do some Facebook Live as well so you get an Mm -hmm. idea. Thank you also to uh, Julia from the uh, Music Conservatory who is... uh Accoutrement. That's one. Of, I think that's my word of the year. That's my favorite vocab word. I like Been, it. Uh, playing a little Christmas music here while we do our deal. It's our He Said. She Said. Which is presented by Dr. Anthony Lombardi. His brand new Lips and IVs. His new Health and Wellness Center in Marlboro at 732-838-9449. If Santa were to retire, who do you think would make a great Santa? We'll get to some of your answers next. Christmas. Thank you. Thank you very much. Elvis has left the building. <laughs> no, sorry, I'll never do that again. There Thank he is. You. Santa Claus is coming to town. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning live. Our end of year spectacular 2023. Last show of 2023, which is just hard to believe. We return in the new year. But thank you for being here this morning with us at the Count Basie. Uh, we just mentioned uh, this is the anniversary of Elvis going into the Army. So mm-hmm. someone said you're going to play an Elvis Christmas song. Yeah, absolutely. 1071 The Boss, 99.7 FM in South Jersey. Thank you for listening all year long on your Boss app, 1071theboss.com. Our He Said, she said. is just underway here. We're talking about Santa Claus. If Santa were to finally retire kind of like the uh, the tim allen movie right yeah yep. if there were to be a new santa claus who do you think would make a great santa Texas text connects open here we're checking in from the basie 732-774-4444 also on our facebook pitch tim allen would probably be a good he would answer. be a great one scott kelvin i mean it's great yeah. <laughs> i see you know it's so funny to me <laughs> we have the we're we're blessed with the opportunity from time to time to have celebrities on this program or uh to, yeah, here at the basie we've introduced many shows yes. that have been good enough to have us out and you get you know 10 seconds with these celebrities and rochelle inevitably <laughs> will mention the most obscure role in her career you would think with tim allen that you'd say buzz lightyear that you'd mention the home improvement but no she'd say hey remember when you were scott calvin well you're talking about santa claus he played santa claus his name was scott calvin and the did, initials were sc i just feel That's like not obscure I feel like nobody remembers that except for everybody you everybody remember do you remember that yeah. Do you uh, remember all right. that? All right. Do you remember that? <laughs> okay. Thank you. All right. What are you, Oprah? We've made the point. You remember that. And you remember that. I got well, it. Well, you make me feel like an idiot. No, I'm not trying I to make you feel like an idiot. It was like we, we, we did a thing with uh, Steve Gutenberg. That was probably another highlight of this year. That was obscure. And instead of mentioning Police Academy or Three Men and a Baby, one of his big movies that made like hundreds of millions of dollars, what do you bring up? His made-for-TV film with the Olsen twins. And I was like... <laughs> But he, he appreciated That's it. That's so. in the theaters, too. I guess you're fine. <laughs> All, right. All right. Santa retires. <laughs> Who would be a good Santa Claus? We got lots of answers for Ed Asner. Ed Asner's dead, though. Well, it doesn't we matter. Pull, can Santa pull that off? I mean, yeah, he's magical. Okay. He can do that. Sure. 8114 said Ryan Seacrest. He seems to do everything else. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if there was a press release, well, Chris Kringle's retired. Uh, guess who's taking over? People be like, Ryan Seacrest. That of figures. Of course. That would, figures. Yeah, absolutely. He took over for everybody else. MJ said the perfect Santa Claus would either be Sammy Hagar or Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, yes. Oh, it is yes. me. I deliver the presents here and there and that. And I'm Donna and Blitzen and Comet Cupid. <laughs> 6636 said, the Easter Bunny. Now, see, that's a great answer because you figure the Easter Bunny is all he's got the infrastructure. Yeah. It's like a big, uh, you know, when a, one corporation buys another one, it makes perfect sense. The Easter Bunny already knows the deal. I don't, yeah, but then who's going to be the Easter? He's going to do Tooth Fairy. Who's going to be the Tooth Fairy? 
All right, Mike, you might have to double up for a little while. You know, times are tough. Consolidations. We all wear a lot of hats, you know? Josie said Beetlejuice. You can call him three times and there will be Christmas. <laughs> okay. Ray said, in all honesty, if Robbie had a gray hair and a beard, he would work. You know what? You know what, Ray? <laughs> Nina said Jack Skellington, of course. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a nightmare before Christmas, right? Yes. Kelly said Mariah Carey. That's the worst answer I've ever heard. 5018 said Mr. Beast. He's already very giving. Yeah, he is. He okay. is. Good to surprise yeah. his people on his YouTube channel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And John said Crumpus or Bill Murray. They're basically the same person. <laughs> I aspire to be uh, that perfect mix of uh, grumpy uh-huh. and delightful that Bill Murray is. <laughs> and Crumpus. I aspire to be. <laughs> I don't know what Crumpus is. That's a horror movie, isn't it? Yes. All right, listen. If Santa were to retire, who would be a great replacement? Who would be a great Santa? Could be a celebrity. Could be somebody that you know. Could be you yourself. Or, you know, you could suggest me. And yes, I know. I know what you're saying. This sweater is not exactly flattering, Superfan Ray. That's, 732-774-4444. There's more gray in my beard than he knows. Huh? Thank you just for men. <laughs> Thank you. Another one of my favorite parts of 2023. 732-774-4444. Text us. Get us on Facebook. Some more of your answers coming up. A lot of requests to hear that song this morning. By the way, we did uh, Taylor Swift was our backwards uh, oldie. Not really an oldie, just from a couple of years ago. We gave away some tickets to uh, Liz earlier this morning. Was a big winner here, and uh, Taylor Swift "Santa Baby" was a song. We got a lot of requests for that. We've never, I've never played that song before, but that's a pretty little song. Very pretty. A Taylor Swift original, man. It was. She's the time person of the year. All about Taylor here at the Basie, and the end of year spectacular is on here. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. One zero seven one. The boss doing a he said. She said. And we'll get back to that in just a second. But I want you to take one of those microphones over no, there, and uh, I want to see. I'm not uh, doing that. Why not? Because you've always wanted to play piano. We are uh, nice enough to have uh, Julia here from the music conservatory that works with the uh, local students here through the Basie. And, and the she organization. knows how to play the I piano. I know, but I thought maybe you could just show off your skills. I'm not. Do you hear this? Yeah. I have no skills. Well, I know that this. you're, but she, maybe she could teach you something. Right now. Yeah, why don't She's you? She's going to teach me something right now. I don't you sure what she can do because you were playing around earlier this morning when we got here. Because I thought nobody knew how to play, and then I was showed up by. Alex here. Yeah. And now I'm very embarrassed that I even attempted to play anything. I don't, I can't, she's fantastic. I don't see why you can't just get a little impromptu piano lesson. Should she do it? What do you think? Should she get a little piano lesson? See, everybody thinks she should do it. All right. All right, she's going over there. Can we bring a microphone over there, Alex? (laughs) Julia, do you mind if we bring Rochelle over to, uh, to show you what she can do for a second here? She says uh, she's fine. She's happy to have you come over. She's a teacher. It's what she does. She says, sure, sure. <laughs> that sounds great. This is awesome. This is terrible. All right. <laughs> this is what she does. I have no skills. Well, I want you to show her what you can do. Okay, so I know the knuckle song. Do you know the knuckle song? Remind me. Alex, maybe you want to hold your microphone so you can use two hands here to play oh, the piano. I, I, I was just trying to... I could do this one. <laughs> nope. Oh, she knows the other half. Look at that. See, I, this is... I can't. Like, I have no... I need lessons. Okay. Julia, do you feel that she has any natural music ability? This is this is middle C. She says yes. This is C? middle C. Yeah. yeah. See, I knew once we get Rochelle to the piano, we wouldn't get her off it. It's, I said sign up for one lesson, and I'll have you playing something new. All right, you heard Look it at that. Look at that. All right, thank you, Julie. We'll, we'll let her continue thank to you. play. She's doing a marvelous yeah, job Please let her but, play. But that see, she says that you've got musical talent, and she'd love to be uh, your teacher. That's, so you've made a friend. I don't think she'd love to be my teacher. I think she said she <laughs> would be my teacher. <laughs> 
there's, no. there's a big difference no, there. No, just cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was great. Listen, I took uh, I took piano when I was a kid, and uh, it, it's a hard skill, you know, so you have to... Well, to be patient with yourself. We talked about what happened during my piano lessons and why yeah. I stopped taking them. Let's not repeat that now. And there's Rochelle's a reason piano that teacher dropped dead in the middle of a lesson. That's what happened. So. I mean, that's what happened. She's, she's the piano teacher killer. But. I mean, <laughs> don't tell Julie that. <laughs> no, we're not. But you did fine. That was nice. It's great. I enjoyed that. Yeah, it was beautiful. All right. Meanwhile, our he said. Ridiculous, she said. <laughs> I'll be paying for that later. Yes, you will. Powered by Dr. Anthony Lombardi's brand new lips and IVs. You made me play piano for 100,000 people. It's a new health and wellness center in Marlboro, 732-838-9449. As soon as she gets that gift card from Dr. Lombardi in her stocking, she'll be just fine. This, this is a fact. Talking this morning about Santa Claus. If he were to retire, who would make a great Santa? Maybe someone you know. Maybe a celebrity. Movie star, athlete, yeah, would make a great Santa Claus. Six five one four said Mr. Rogers. Yeah, again, if we could somehow bring Mr. Rogers bring back, him back, that'd be a great, bring him back, that'd be a great Santa. He's already got the red sweater. <laughs> yeah. Seven seven two two said Jack Nicholson. Now here's the deal. <laughs> ho ho ho! Here's Johnny. John said golfer John Daly. I can see him with a cocktail in one hand, <laughs> a cigarette hanging out of his mouth, greeting all the kids. It would be absolutely mad. You get McEnroe. Yeah. <laughs> He's a mall Santa kid. Pees on his leg. Come on. Ed said Kevin James. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. Andy said Medea. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Medea Santa Claus. <laughs> Jamie said Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is almost Seacrest, where you feel like Ryan Reynolds yeah. just does everything, you know? He, so It would be great if Ryan Reynolds played Santa as Deadpool, played Deadpool, but Santa Deadpool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, there you is know, a Deadpool Christmas. He's pretty close. Yeah, 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 yeah. 2390 said Samuel M. Effing Jackson. I had enough of these reindeers. <laughs> Honestly. 1011 said Guy Fieri. He could totally do it, and he's a super nice guy. He is a nice guy. We've had him on the show. He's a great guy. Trina said Buddy the Elf. Yeah. And Fred said, Morgan Freeman. I'd pay $1,000 just to see a movie with Morgan playing Santa. Hello, I am Chris Kringle. <laughs> He's be a great Santa. I am working on my Morgan Freeman impersonation. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. You know, seriously, who would be a great Santa? Who's that? Is Uncle Ross Britton himself. Yes. I mean, Ross is just about the nicest person I know. There he is, Super Ross. And he's back. If you were with us at the very beginning of the program, we had all <laughs> kinds of uh, issues here, a satellite issue, all kinds of technical issues, and Ross ran to the ra- drove here to the Basie this morning, was here before us, and then ran back over to the radio station to save the day and get everything and fixed, and now, right now here he is again. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Ross, you'd make a great Santa Claus. You, uh, you're everything that Santa should be. Oh, yeah. See that? Thanks very much. Yeah, and he's even he's even got the uh, the Santa hat with the uh, the jingles with, with the, the jingles, jingles and the antlers. I love yeah. it. Yeah. All right, listen. Uh, we'll keep the answers going on the text connect seven three two seven seven four forty four forty four. Also on the uh, Facebook page. Even after we conclude today, uh, and on the way this morning, Holiday Express will be here. We'll do a little Holiday Express music too. Live from the Basie, the end of year spectacular. Time now for the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. Local businesses, organizations put on a lot of fun events right through the holiday season. We share them all right here each and every morning. Last one of the year, because it's yes. the last show of the year, That's which true. would make uh, perfect sense. Uh, slices with Santa happening Manja Brick Oven Pizza in Tom's River. Enjoy free slices of pizza, hot cocoa to all kids 12 and under. You know what? I'm going to uh, go ahead and get done with the, uh, usually we play that uh, music there, the CBB music, but we've got the beautiful piano from the conservatory. Piano, pianist, pianist. Pianist. Julia, who's doing such a wonderful job. I prefer that music to the usual 
community bulletin board music. Monja Pizza Oven Tom's River, free slices, hot cocoa, all kids, 12 and under, giveaways and photos with the big guy. And by then, I, I think we mean Scott Calvin. Yeah, I think so. 5.30 tonight at Monja Brick Oven in Tom's River. You can visit their Facebook page more info. Now, by the way, Tommy Cutlets will not be there. Well, Tommy good. Cutlets will be there. He will be there? Tommy Cutlets he, will not be he there. He will not be he there. He will not be he there. He will not be there. Garden State <laughs> Distillery Company, Tom's River, hosting uh, Sip and Decorate. That goes on tonight. It's a busy night in the old Tom's River, 6.30 to 8.30. Join the fun and sip on seasonal cocktails while decorating a gingerbread house. What could possibly what go wrong? What could go wrong? All decorating supplies provided by GardenStateDistillery.com, which reminds me when we spoke to the George Washington guy earlier. We're bringing together uh, brewers, distillers from all around the area for Red, White, and Brew Fest mm-hmm. in Trenton, presented by 1071 The Boss at the Cure Arena. We're really excited to do this President's Day weekend. We had the guy on earlier, and there's info on that at 1071theboss.com. Just a little side note yes. on that if you're interested. And Sea of Lights Indoor Holiday Light Spectacular is going to happen Friday and Saturday. Point Beach, Jenkinson's Aquarium from uh, 4 to 8. Enjoy uh, Princess Sweets and Treats with the uh, Winter Princess and Queen, Elf Story Time, and Wild Animal Shows. That's a great aquarium there. You know what else they do there? What? They've got the Dive Santa. Oh, that's right. That's fantastic. Uh, you've seen that. I've not been it's out there for that. so much fun. He goes in a, it's a red scuba suit. He's got the, the beard and the hat, everything. He dives right in with the sharks. <laughs> <laughs> With the sharks. Now, wait a minute. There's no there's no sharks. Are there sharks? Yes, there are sharks in those tanks. All right. Dives right in. They're little baby sharks. They're fine. I mean, a shark is a shark. They're fine. <laughs> okay. Jenkinsons.com for all the details. All right. Special guest here. We're going to play a song, and then we'll uh, talk to him last night. Holiday Express performed here at the Count Basie Center for the Arts. Good morning, Tim McClune. How are you, sir? Well, thank you. Not too loud. Not too <laughs> <laughs> Ears still ringing from the big bash last night, eh? Wow. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we had a great time, though. We were, we were sold out, and the audience was incredibly receptive. They really were. And, um, you know, we don't, get, we don't play to the public. Right. We, we do two things a year. One is right here in Red Bank when, the night after Thanksgiving, yeah. which used to be our first event of the year. And now it's like our 35th or whatever. So we know the songs better. Yeah. It used to be like a bad dress rehearsal with like 5,000 people. I thought these guys were supposed to be good. Um, <laughs> Come on now. Come on, Tim. But we do that. And then last night was a big fundraiser for us. Yeah. Because the reality is that Holiday Express costs about a million and a half to do each year. Wow. Yeah. And uh, it's just a lot of buses and sound systems, and we buy a lot of items. Because every person we see, there's basically 30,000 gift bags go out. Wow. And they're, they're duffel bags. Yep. And they're filled with clothes and personal items. And it's, it's fantastic. But each of those bags probably costs a couple hundred dollars worth of stuff. Wow. But it's all the donations we get from people. We don't accept any... Um, public sector money, let's say. Right. It's all private donations. Uh, Carol Stillwell was the presenting sponsor last night, as a matter of fact, and it's good to mention her. Yeah, sure, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Um, but we, we had a wonderful time. The audience was really, really receptive. Not that they aren't usually, but it was just a particularly special night, and uh, I don't know, except I made a mess of a song at the end. But <laughs> There's something... Uh, you know, I, I got really emotional, yeah. and I, I you know, you would think, uh, I told the audience last night that we were trying to make last night special and have it be our 1,600th show ever. Yeah. It was our 1,599th. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I couldn't manipulate the schedule. Uh. After, after we speak, I'm going to go do number 1,600. Um, <laughs> but um, it was, I told the audience last night the actual, st- and I won't 
bore you with it, but the actual story of the beginning of Holiday Express. No, I, I, that's one of the things I had for you. And by the way, I was going to say there is. I know what you mean when you say there was something special about the night because this this theater does that. There's something magical about this theater. Maybe it's Count Basie's name attached to it. There's just something extra special on the stage, you know. So I, I do know what you mean. But I yeah, tell us about you. the beginning of Holiday Express. Yeah, well, it's intimate. It's an intimate theater. It's sixteen hundred seats. Right. But it, it feels like three hundred. Right. You get the sense of the audience really being with you. <laughs> um, you know, and so I, I start telling this story, and I, I just got teary, and I couldn't do it. And um, <laughs> an actual fact, a factual part of it was that I ended the show with uh, John Lennon's um, Happy Christmas. Sure. And so this nice. is Christmas, and I had the lyrics in front. We don't play that. We haven't played it in years, but it was... It was the moment that Holiday Express was born when I, very quickly we, I got together a whole bunch of musicians 30 years ago, and uh, it was it was awful. I had 17 lead singers, <laughs> and everyone, no, I do that in D. No, it's an A. Wait, I sing Jingle Bell Rock. What's wrong? Everybody's kind of like sparking at each other, and I do not know who the person was, and it was literally 17 people, and someone started, and so this is Christmas. Wow. And it all changed. It all changed at, in that moment, you know, and I was thinking back on and I explained that to the audience last night and I got kind of overwhelmed and lost my place. <laughs> and I, I had a lyric sheet in front of me, but I left it in like the plastic sleeve right. and the spotlight that was on me was glaring right. I couldn't read a word. Oh, no. and, it, and so this is and for you and for me. Oh, man, listen, that's okay. It and was I was getting the heart, though. That's what matters. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I, I, I don't think the audience necessarily knew, no. but I'll tell you who did the 30 musicians standing behind me. <laughs> One finger. And they let me have it. Yeah, I'm you sure. Oh, no. uh, you had some special guest last night, too. Uh, matter of fact, uh, Ross brought in uh, his buddy, Dr. Elmo. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Right. Elmo was with yeah. you last night, right? Um, they, uh, he and his wife live in California, and they accidentally met us. He was back east, as he is wont to do. Yep. He, spends, he spends December in New Jersey every right. year. Now he does. Yeah. But when we first met him, he was just back east doing some shows. And uh, he met one of our singers at one of those shows in New York. And she told him about it. And it was pretty funny because she gets his phone number. And so I cold call him. And I get his wife on the phone. And she's very protective. Very yeah. protective yeah. of Elmo. And so she's just sort of like uh, holding me off as I'm trying to explain Holiday Express and how we play for free. And... Uh, I said, listen, I have to get off the phone now because I coach track, which I do at our local high school at Robson. And so I, and all of a sudden she goes, Elmo, he coaches track, and Elmo's on the phone. Oh, he's he's a big athlete, right? Yeah, he is the world record holder for his age in the mile and the five thousand meters. Yes. Really? And I, of course, I tease him and I said, yeah, well, how good is the other guy? <laughs> I mean, God bless him. He's like 84 years old. No, I mean, he's 87. Amazing. He's amazing. And he yeah. can still run a mile in eight minutes. Wow. Uh, which is yeah. crazy time. Wow. I mean, if you saw him last night, how he was a jockey as as a young man. Yeah. And then he got too tall for it, even though he's probably about 5'6". But he was too tall to do that. And so he became a veterinarian, and he was right. literally Dr. Elmo. Mm -hmm. Right. But he is, I don't know, we just kind of fell in together. And part of it, it began with the running part, but it really was... It's just he loves what we do. Ross, you're so going to have your, uh, your antlers play a little bit of the thing for Tim here. Uh, I can do that. Ross has a hat that plays this. Because Ross was the first DJ to play Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. That's how they're friends. Yeah. So he's... Wow. <laughs> they go way back. Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. 
And then Elmo's even thought of this. He's got his sells these hats where you have the song playing on your head. So it's pretty amazing. <laughs> So did Elmo tell you how many? <laughs> did Elmo tell you how many copies of that they have sold? I think it's like ten those? million, right? Twenty million. Twenty million. Yeah. Twenty wow. million copies. And he did a Taylor Swift before Taylor Swift. He re-recorded it. So he owns the, so the deal. Owns wow, good for him. God bless him. Like I say. So he's actually. I said last night. He's actually a trillionaire. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, actually, so I don't think that much. But yeah. <laughs> All right. A couple bucks. Listen, Tim. I gotta. We're gonna play one of your songs in a second here. And uh, Joe Nolan wanted to be in person, but he's at the traffic center because he and his wife have both got something. He's like, I don't want to get everybody sick. That's for always an excuse. I know. Joe. That's what I, I said to Tim. I said your buddy Joe would be here. He's like, yeah, he's been sick as long as I've known him. So, <laughs> sick in the head. So we'll get Joe on in just a second. But I want to play your song. Before we do, I just have to mention you and Joe go way back because I, I also worked at the dearly departed PLJ at the uh, the old place. Used to do an event every year for Blythedale uh, Children's hospital uh that's when i first became aware of holiday express talk a little bit about your supportive charity and especially blythedale up in uh, new york state over the years well when we first started i didn't really know where to go my dad had a job at the veterans hospital in east orange he was in charge of entertainment for the veterans who were there and um, active you know athletic stuff and all that and so i grew up we lived on the grounds of the hospital so i grew up around severely disabled people and wow. I think that may have planted something in there. Um, but what, when we first did it, I called the woman who had my father's job 50 years later. And she said to me, she said, well, Holiday Express sounds wonderful, but uh, I can have you here on the 21st between 2 and 3. And I'm like, what? She goes, oh, yeah, we're fully booked for the holidays. Wow. So that was my first wow. piece of information is don't go to hospitals because people want to go there and that's what they would think so we started a long search so the way you get us to come there's two ways one is that if we're not there you get literally no attention attention at holiday time so that's uh, like long-term residential psychiatric facilities nobody goes and they they're adult orphans basically or homeless shelters soup kitchens aids hospices the hardest places the other way to get us is if the need is so great we don't care how much attention you're getting yeah. and that's mostly for the children we play for who as they become adults uh, with cerebral palsy is probably the, the co- most common denominator yeah. and so we Really, that's why I said last night it's only the second time we play in front of the general public. Everything else we do, the other 98 times, we're trying to find places that don't get anything. And it's been remarkable because of the old saying, there but for the you know, grace of God, yeah. go I, right? Yeah. Oh, boy, do we get tons of that. Because we meet everybody, and we're welcomed into their worlds. And in some cases, we've been with them for 30 years. We go every year the same day, right. like we would do at Blythdale. Right. And... Uh, you know, you just, you realize that it's just us. I, I heard a thing the other day. One of the people that was the founder of the G- Human Genome Project said, there are no races. There's only one race, and it's the human race. Yeah. And the when people ask you on a, on a census, name your race, no, there is none. It's just like a couple of milliliters or milliliters. You can tell I wasn't a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> Milliliters, I don't think so. Everybody's of, the same inside. Yeah, what no the doubt. heck is that work? Of skin. Yeah. It's just that. And that's the difference. And we meet that every day. You know, we, we meet all those people and they welcome us in. And it's been remarkable when you talk about um, it's better to give than receive. We knew from the beginning we were doing a nice thing. We yeah. knew that. Sure. But 
we didn't know what was actually happening, which was over all these years, we were healing ourselves for problems in our own lives. And that these people that we would visit would give us that opportunity to heal ourselves through a good work. You know, I think it's probably the only purely good thing we've all ever done. No agenda, well, no nothing. Beautifully put, my friend. Tim McClune, Holiday Express. I want to hear one of their great songs. It's called Alone on Christmas. Live here from the Basie in the end of your spectacular on Robbie and Rochelle in the morning with Ross. 1071, The Boss. All alone on Christmas and Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. The end of year spectacular here live from the Count Basie Center for the Arts in Red Bank. 1071, the boss. We're talking to Holiday Express is uh, Tim McClune. By the way, our uh, producer, uh, Brian, is a musician. And uh, he performed Sorry to hear that. Up in, uh, <laughs> <laughs> up in Jersey City. We had all kinds of uh, technical issues this morning. He was running a little bit late, so we don't want to be too hard on Brian. He's already uh, having a rough day. But, but go ahead, be hard on him. Well, that, but it's funny about that song because Stephen Van Zant wrote that. Yeah. And my daughter was... I think either four or five years old at the time, and uh, Home Alone 2 came on. We're right. watching it, and this four-year-old turns to me and goes, that would be a good song for Holiday Express, <laughs> and it changed everything for us. Yeah. Uh, Darlene Love did the original, and then we ended up playing with Darlene Love over the years. She's She uh, was just here the other night. I yeah, saw her yeah, there right she's done a crazy, bunch yeah. of shows with us, and uh, it was pretty funny, though. The first time we did it was up at Blythedale right. with her, and I meet her right before, and she doesn't know me. First of all, she's a wonderful human being. And uh, almost Elmo's age. And see, uh, she said, can you do All Alone at Christmas? And just, can I do All Alone at Christmas? Come on, baby. I said, we do it in D. And she says, I do it in the key of D. Great, right? So we start, but I had changed it a little bit because we it opens with a saxophone. Yeah. And we don't always have a sax player. Oh. So I took that out, and we, do, we did some little stuff with it. She turns around during it live. It looks at me. That's not how this song goes. <laughs> but we hung in there. It was great. And, and years later, she came to our clam bake in the summer where we try to raise a lot of money. And she did it. We did it the original way. Oh, that's awesome. And it, it felt great. But. It's such a great song. Tim, I got a special guest here. He's fine. He's available now. Here he is, Joe Nolan. Brian, can we bring up Joe from the uh, traffic? There he is. Joe Nolan. <laughs> what did I ever do wrong to you people that you bring him on? <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite people in the world, Tim McClune. Hi, Joseph. How are you? How are you, man? 
This is some fascinating radio you and I are doing right now. <laughs> how you doing? I'm fine. How are you? Yeah. Hey, what's the weather like today? Yeah, what do you hear? <laughs> well, I mean, you guys go back about 30 years together. It's a big deal. You know? I think so. Yeah. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, when we used to... Because uh, uh, we uh, did Tim Blythedale. Play, yeah, Blythedale, yeah. For years and years We missed the first years. two, I think. Right. Yep. And then we did all the rest of them. Uh, yeah, and I, I played in the golf outing, and, you know, he actually played at my second wedding. Um, I was not going to bring that up. But that was, what, th <laughs> three or four ago? Yeah. <laughs> and, by the way, the check finally cleared. <laughs> yeah, it took a while. Yeah, years. Well, was, Fabulous. Yeah, years. one of those things. Well, that was during the dark time, as I call it. I understand. Yeah. Well, Tim, thank you for being here this morning. This was great. And again, that song is awesome. And what you do is just awesome. And you were just one of the special people in the world. So Merry Christmas. Happy Take holiday. Take your time. Take your time. Yeah, have a beautiful new year. <laughs> <laughs> well, the same to all of you. And we want to thank your station for supporting us, too. You always do. Every day thank of the you. year. Thank you, Tim. All right. No doubt about it. Robbie and Michelle in the morning thanking Earth Treasures Jewelers for helping present the uh, program this morning. You're looking for that perfect gift. It's coming down to the wire now. But why not just get them what they really want this year? And maybe you're thinking of just uh, trading in, you know, doing a little uh, state jewelry trade-in. 20% more than the other guys when you stop at Earth Treasures Jewelers in the Michaels Plaza, Route 3536 in Eatontown. Bring your unwanted gold, silver, platinum, diamonds to Earth Treasures, and they'll give you extra cash for the holidays, let you trade in. And, you know, maybe you put it toward that perfect gift that you know they really want. Mm -hmm. And trading is a perfect way to stretch that holiday budget, which we're all trying to do right now. Or it's a last-minute scramble. you got to stretch that budget. And Earth Treasures has gorgeous jewelry at a great value in every single price range. So no matter what you're looking for, they're going to help you find it. And something that's really important to mention is that everyone who works there is working for you. They do not work right. on commission at all. They are doing it just for you to help you find the perfect gift. And they get an experienced staff that's been there, most of them, for a long, long time. So they, they definitely can help you find that perfect gift this holiday. If you're doing it last minute, you need yes. all help you can get in there there for you and they'll get you an honest assessment if you're going to do the trade on your jewelry and 20 percent more in trade too so head on in to the place you've trusted for 50 years next year hard to believe they opened in 1974 yes. celebrating their 50th uh, this upcoming year 2024 earth treasures jewelers again in eaton town route 35 36 always online shop earthtreasures.com the area experts and they'll give you the gifts that create those holiday memories that should last you a lifetime uh you know i give a lot of shout outs here to the uh, basically they do a uh, great work they get great shows in here they're really uh really compliment to the uh, the community, uh, Monmouth Ocean County, no doubt about that, and their uh, their staff is really what makes it so special. So before I forget to do this, a big shout out to John Venna, who's kind of the big boss. He's the big boss Bob of the oh, Count Basie. Yeah, we love John. Thank you to Stephanie who works for uh, John, who's here and uh, got us in and got us all settled this morning. We're still trying to talk her into cracking open the bar for Sangria Day. <laughs> yeah, I know. And most especially, maybe thank you to uh, the security staff. You know, they have us in here to do uh, you know shows and those sort of things. And uh, Ronnie is uh, is is awesome. And Bubba, and uh, thank you also to. Uh, Tito Pony Brian, who'll check in from time to time, he just stopped by here, and he, he does like a little recap of things he learned uh, on the show, but he was too shy to go on the air this morning. Yeah. But, but I love Tito Pony Brian. Uh, we've been with us for a long, long time, and... Um, well, I don't know. Ronnie, can we break into that bar? What do you think? Can you work on these? Get the key to everything. He's he's working on it. Yeah. <laughs> that would be no. He's That's that's a big no, that's for sure. But uh, listen, Southside Johnny is going to be a big deal here. They're doing early New Year's Eve on New Year's Eve. I believe, uh, what's the showtime? Is it 6 o'clock is showtime on that? Yeah, I believe I it's 6 so. o'clock is showtime. That's what it said, yeah. Johnny is here and uh, performing live for us in just a couple of minutes. There's a little teaser ticket still available at uh, org as well for that show. So we'll get the little Southside Johnny live. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what we hear from Mr. Leonard about two or three times a year, and that's probably more than enough, don't probably, you think? Yeah. There he is. Robbie. <laughs>
Jamie and Rochelle in the morning. End of your spectacular oh, yeah. live. Not 1071 The Boss. 99.7 FM here live from the lobby of the fabulous Count Basie Center for the Arts in Red Bank, just next to the Hackensack Meridian Health Theater. Our friend Southside Johnny will be here in a couple of minutes. I was mentioning to Ross earlier, he's getting set for his big uh, early New Year's Eve show that wow. happens New Year's Eve, but early. So you got time to come and have dinner, see a show, and then get home, watch a ball on TV, and not deal with Amateur Night on the Roads, which I think is pretty cool. He does yeah. that. I think, uh, John, how many years has Southside been here? At least three or four, right? 17, is, is it that long? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. And it's every New Year's Eve he's been here for that many years? Wow. I was think it was just a few, but there so you go. 17, 18, yeah. or 19. Wow. But, by the way, i got to give a round of applause to our buddy John Venna. He's a guy. He's, I call him the Big Boss Bob of the Basie. He and I email all the time. He's just the best. He makes a lot of things happen both uh, here in the community and for our partnership with uh, the boss and the Basie. So we love this guy. Thank you. Uh, and, you and you know, because I know you listen, that I don't love everybody. <laughs> but I love These John. He's the best. These are facts. He's a great partner, and he made all of this happen this morning. And I was saying to Rochelle as we were driving in, I mean, and I don't mean to embarrass him, but seriously, I mean, the guy's got a full-time job running the theater here and doing all he does, and yet he you know, made all you know, made these guests come and uh, yes. you know, made this happen for us this morning. And he didn't have to do that, and so no, we love did. him for it. So I just wanted to give him a little shout-out. Uh, all of this dancing. Which he doesn't do all the time. So. No. No, I don't. <laughs> and all of this is just uh, killing time because he tells me Southside is not answering his phone just yet. But he'll be here soon. I'm, wow. I, I promise you he'll be he'll be here soon. Or maybe not. No, no, no. He'll be here soon. We did um, pre-coffee thoughts, which we do every Wednesday morning, uh, earlier this morning. Yes. And I got here. Someone sent me in a list. They said, I hear you guys do that pre-coffee thoughts every Wednesday. Mm -hmm. They found something where people wrote down where they imagine that uh, mall Santas have in their head this time of year. Oh, so geez. real Santa thoughts. You want okay. to hear some of these? Yeah, absolutely. I hope this kid wipes the boogers off uh, the face before she sits in my lap. Oh. Yeah, you got to imagine a lot of those kids are crying and screaming and their faces are quite dirty. As long as they don't wet themselves in your lap. Then actual things we think a mall Santa might think. Is it Peter to this kid just what is? Oh, it's warm. Oh, there you go. At what point did my <laughs> life go wrong? There you go. 45 minutes and I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I should have been the Easter Bunny. Instead, people wouldn't have had to see my face. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if the kids could smell the bourbon on my breath. Wow. Do you know that we had a holiday party a few weeks ago, and there was a Santa there, and he was the, uh, how would I say this politely? Uh, stinky Santa? Stinkiest Santa It was Santa a Stinky ever. Santa, yeah. Oh. Both with bourbon and cigarettes, but he was lovely. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant he didn't wash his Santa no. suit. No. Well, maybe no. that too. No, I think he had a full day at the mall and then did not want to do any more and came to the bar and had a few drinks and a few smokes, and he was a stinky Santa. Hey, kid, you want a Barbie doll? How original. <laughs> oh, that's not nice. No, you can't come to the North Pole, and no, you can't see the freaking reindeer. <laughs> yeah, and don't pull on my beard. Those are, <laughs> those are pretty funny. <laughs> Uh, kind of thoughts that a mall Santa might actually have. Thank mm -hmm. you for sending those in uh, on the text connect, 732-774-4444. Mentioned earlier that uh, the 2018 Benedict Cumberbatch, I partly bring it up just because I like saying Benedict Cumberbatch, Cumberbatch. version of uh, The Grinch, is now the highest grossing Christmas film of all time. Really? Surpassing Home Alone, which held the record for a long time, which was released back uh, in the 90s. And they sent us here uh, a list of some fun facts about uh, Home Alone that you might not know. Oh, New Jersey's funny. own Joe Pesci deliberately avoided Macaulay Culkin on set because he wanted Macaulay to be afraid of him. <laughs> 
Oh, wow. I don't think he, he didn't have a lot of work to do in that department. Yeah. I'd be afraid to be Joe Pesci, to yeah. say seriously. Yeah, even now. Not, not as a nine-year-old little boy. This is really funny, and it's going to sound like I'm just being uh, a smart aleck, but it's actually true. They, remember that scene in, in uh, Home Alone where he's uh, he's on the uh, the clothing line and going over to his treehouse yeah. and they're jumping out the window? Yeah. Apparently, that Macaulay's stunt double was a little person. They did not hire another child. They hired wow. a stunt person who was a little person to do his stunts. Probably for legality reasons, I would assume. He you remember the scene where uh, Daniel Stern uh, gets the nail in his foot? Yes. He really did that, but he was wearing uh, a rubber foot, like skin that rubber looked like his foot, so he could actually step on it. And have a, and he said he could feel it a little bit, and that's how he was able to give that crazy scream that he right. does. Even thinking of that scene makes me cringe. I just can't. Oh, it's so painful. Um, let's see another good ones here. Uh, Macaulay drew that map of the, uh, remember the map of the house with all the uh, the little... Gags he was going to pull on the bad guys. Yes. He drew that himself, so that's a real thing, if you remember <laughs> that. Cute. Wow. That's and he cute. improvised the line, you guys give up or you're thirsty for more, one of the first <laughs> famous lines from the movie. that was uh, He came up with that himself. So there oh, you go. There you go. Home Alone, no longer the highest grossing movie of all time. It's now the uh, Benedict Cumberbatch Grinch movie, believe it or not. So great to get new music from John Bon Jovi this year. Christmas isn't Christmas. 107.1, the boss, Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. End of year spectacular. Oh, yeah. Live from the Count Basie Center for the Arts, along with Ross Britton, Joe Nolan, and the rest of the crew. 931. It had to be, because this is a year-end show for us. It had to be one of the highlights, uh, not only of our year, but of our whole time here at this radio station. And, and really of our, uh, our the whole history of Robbie and Rochelle working with uh, the JBJ Soul Kitchens and uh, John himself uh, on our Radiothon this year and raising more than $73,000 for the Amazing. Soul Kitchens. One of them right here in Red Bank, right down the road, and the other Soul Kitchen in Tom's River and all the work they do. It's just tremendous every year, and it was just, uh, it was not only a lot of fun, but really an honor, and it uh, feels good to give, you know? It feels good to give. So thank yes. you again for those that supported that uh, Radiothon. Our friends at Coles. I mean, it was just, uh, Ashley, it was a great, great uh, event there. John Bon Jovi. Uh, Southside Johnny will be here momentarily. If you miss a minute of the action, this morning and get the podcast. That'll go up and you have that throughout the holiday season. Oh, yeah. we, we might do a little bonus uh, Christmas podcast. We usually do that around the holidays when the show's on break. Um, well, it's not really on break. Ross will be in here and uh, Chernoff will be yes. in and Nick will be in, so it'll sort of be happening, but while we're off, we'll keep posting podcasts, including today. Like early, if you missed Brad Blanks, who's on, if you missed that, uh, he had George Clooney on the red carpet. Yeah. He weaseled his way in there. and Pretty Tim impressive for Brad. I mean, well, come on. <laughs> Well, criminal but, might be the word. George Clooney, come on. I that mean, was great. And George remembered him from the last time they met each other. So yeah. Again, if you missed it, we'll get the podcast posted. Or you can, if you don't want to download it, you can stream it right through 1071thebuzz.com. Tim McClune was just here from Holiday Express. You can get that performance as well. 932, getting down to the wire here, playing some of our favorite holiday hits. We need a little Christmas on 1071 The Boss. That's such a great little song. We need a little Christmas. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning along with Ross and the crew. 107.1 The Boss. End of year. Spectacular 2023 here in Red Bank this morning. You know, every year as we come toward the uh, the end of the year, another big show. How many years have we been doing this show together? You and me. This is my 30th year uh, somehow in radio. I don't know how that happened. But I'm trying to think back to how many uh, how many years six. we've been together. 2016, I think, was our first Christmas show, I right? I think so, yes. So, boy, that's, that's seven years, seven isn't it? Seven years, wow. yeah. That, that's crazy. And we've, Ross has been with us. This is the third Christmas that Ross has been part of the fun too yeah. so every year we like to do a little something i have um, a little piece that i keep that I, I just wrote down some thoughts on the holiday season because it's so crazy and there's always so much going on and sure it's fun but sometimes it's good just to take a breather and just remember you know uh where you've been and how the year was and you know christmas has gone by and you know if i think about it my memories of christmas morning as a little boy they still seem very close. I mean, I, I think a lot of people probably, if there's a day that you remember, you remember you know, that Christmas morning when you get that perfect gift, and they do seem close, but yet they also do seem, you know, kind of distant. Um, 
kind of like they're behind a thick window pane, if you will. Just out of reach, but still always there if I want to call it to mind. I can still picture being, uh, this is embarrassing, I was in a little blue footy pajamas and, mm-hmm. you know, running downstairs and the, the toys were there and Santa came and it's it's always exciting to wake up and, and see what Santa left and I remember my mother would be like, before we do anything, mom needs some coffee. Yes. 100%. <laughs> wow. And then my father would always get very into it. He loved the, uh, you know, he's very, I think he should have been a morning show host and not me because he would have, you know, he's very theatrical. He's like, yes. he came, look what Santa came. And I was, uh, I was always certain too. And I'm sure many people, even as adults look back, you were certain you heard sleigh bells or hooves on the roof. Mm-hmm. You were sure as a little kid yes. that the, those reindeers really were on the roof. And I, and I, you know, we said earlier, there's something so Christmassy about Christmas Eve in a different way than Christmas Day. Christmas Eve is just so quiet and calm and, and magical. And, you know, we were a big, uh, Italian family, so we do the seven fishes, and I think even people that aren't Italian know about that, that you eat the seven different uh, seafood dishes on Christmas Eve. My mom, you know, we'd have all kinds of people over, and uh, and some, but we get a little older, we actually, my sister and I would get bombed and then go over to Midnight Mass. We, start, we never went to Midnight Mass when I was a kid. We'd always go to Christmas <laughs> at like four o'clock. My parents liked to, and then they'd go home and eat so they could relax, but my sister and I were like, let's go to Midnight Mass, and it was great, and it was some bombed. of my favorite memories. We were just sober enough that we'd get through the night, uh-huh. so that's a, that's a funny too, and my father, when we were a kid, would also read it. It's the uh, the twelve days of Christmas, which is the and the the real story about the the Magi, the three wise men, right. you know, coming uh, to to Bethlehem, and as wonderful it was, uh, you know, for all those memories and to see what Santa had filled in the stocking. The real fun on Christmas morning and my happiest memories, because I spent a lot of time with them, would always be with my grandparents when they would come there, and I, I can still picture it now. And I'm going to get Misty talking about it because it's probably my favorite memory in the whole world. Is that door would would swing open, and I don't mean to. To get misty, but I do just because it's it's a it's a happy thing. And they would be my grandmother's one of those people that she was she must have had a dialogue going on in her head because she'd be talking as the door opened like she's not even there yet. She'd be, Robbie, help your grandfather bring the stuff in. And and it's you know at the time you'd be annoyed because you wanted to play with your toys. But I look back and it was just the happiest thing in the world. And I can I can still see them coming in and and hear them and uh, you know all that commotion. And then she'd bring trash bags full of of presents every year, which was kind of a a redneck thing to do, I suppose, but <laughs> and she'd have the big trays of food, and you know, like my mom was a good cook, but then grandma's bringing the food, and there's just everybody knows there's nothing like your your grandma's cooking. And then I had a wonderful man who I called my uncle, but he was a friend of my dad's who was much older. He was like 90 years old when I was a kid, and he he served in World War II, was just a very special guy, and he'd be there. And we had the my babysitter was our elderly neighbor, Mrs. C, who babysat me, and she loved martinis. <laughs> she, and everybody'd be talking, and there'd be people discussing uh, politics and talking about what was going on. Uh, in the town and just so much food and drink and that's uh you know those are all the memories of christmas day and it's just at, at that moment that it kind of felt like those days would would never end and never fade away but they do and they do for all of us and i know that but that's what christmas is all about is keeping those memories uh, close to your heart uh because nothing is forever but you know as times change the memories do not they're always there and it you know it could be easy to get stuck in it too and live in the past and be sad about it but it's better to have had those memories and then make new ones today than not to have to have them at all and i'm just grateful i've got those magical memories and i I luckily still have some family alive, and I work with a fantastic group of people, and he hates that I say things like this, but, you know, and John Venna, who runs the Basie here, said it to Ross, too. I mean, I one year for Christmas, as I got older, my parents bought me a box of cassette tapes. Our friend George has a service. He goes around and tapes DJs, and, I mean, I was I was watching tapes of Ross Britton doing his show oh. back at the old Z Morning Zoo Oh God! when I was a little boy, and to work with him and have him be part of our show today is just, I pinch myself because he's, you know. He really, I'm old now. Well, that's right. You're an old man, but... <laughs>
<laughs> and of course, I've we've got the lovely Rochelle and my my stepkids and my little furry buddy uh, Rick as well. And we we try and make new memories every single day. And I, I look forward to being an old guy and thinking back about how magical these times are. And so, with a little bit of faith and a little bit of hope, and maybe even with a couple of prayers and the knowledge that's uh, spreading some love and kindness in this weird world, maybe just maybe. I'll get to spend time one day with all those people that I still miss so much from those Christmases gone by. So a Merry Christmas and a God bless to my family and my loved ones and to yours, too. And thank you so much for listening. We're going to come right back with something very special from the man, Jersey legend, Southside Johnny, here in the end of year spectacular. Happy holidays from all of us here at 1071 The Boss. Michelle, in the morning, end of year spectacular 2023. I love, love, love that song, Mr. Kenny Loggins. He's on his farewell tour right now, by the way. Celebrate me home. And I'll tell you what, speaking of touring, this man never stops. We were just talking to him, and he said, you know, I've thought about retiring, but it just doesn't suit me. It's never going to happen. He'll be performing as he does every year. I didn't realize it went back uh, 17, 18 years, but yeah, it's been that long. Every New Year's Eve here at the Count Basie Center for the Arts in Red Bank, he does early New Year's Eve. So you come out early, see the show, get a little dinner, and then you get home and you watch a ball drop nice and safe and sound on TV. Here he the legend, Southside Johnny. Yes. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. I asked Johnny, I said, uh, what do you want to do on the air? He's like, I don't care. I'd rather be in bed. So whatever you, I don't want to be on your stupid radio show. I'm a musician, you know. You're not supposed to get up before noon. Well, listen, we appreciate you making some time for us. Uh, and boy, it's going to be another great show. You, it's hard to believe 17, 18 years you've been doing New Year's Eve early uh, here at the Basie. Yeah, and we did 20-some years before that at the Capitol Theater. So. Wow. Wow. I guess I inherited uh, what's his name's gig. Uh, who did the New Year's old? Oh, Guy Lombardo. Right. <laughs> that's going way back. <laughs> you do a little bit different than Guy Lombardo, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, that, he said once he, he, I think he did like fifty New Year's in a row on wow. TV, and he said, "When I die, I'm taking New Year's with me." <laughs> well, he tried, but he didn't do that. Well, no, we took over for him. Johnny, let me ask you. That. I mean, going back, thinking of all the gigs you played there, so they do have a, a holiday time, a Christmas time memory of playing here at the door. Something that sticks out. Wow. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's. I mean, they, 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 they yeah. sort of blend together. Last year was interesting because of the early start. You yeah. know, the the uh, early evening start. And I guess some people weren't happy with that, but I loved it yeah, because yeah, sure. I went home and went to bed. <laughs> I think a kind of a matinee show is a good thing. There's no doubt about that. Well, you know, my audience is getting older too, and uh, I don't like them driving with all the amateurs out there right. on New Year's. You know, the professional drinkers don't go out on New Year's. That's true. <laughs> We'd like to be drinking right now. I keep telling John here, it's no, uh, no. it's Sangria Day. Let's break them out, baby. Yes. You know? <laughs> it's early for me, pal. <laughs> Well, you're not as rock and roll as I thought you were then, because I'll be right there with you. No, that's okay, not Okay, well, wait till I get my first martini at right? 6 right. o'clock. Are you a martini guy? I am, and then, you know, I like wine, too. So, okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've been drinking for 60 years, so... <laughs> It's too you like late it to all. stop now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, fine. You know, talking about Christmas memories, and we're going to play uh, your version of what I think is one of the great you know R and B party songs of all time. Did you uh, do you remember getting records for Christmas? Do you remember uh, you know music being a part of your childhood at Christmas time? Yes, my mother bought me my first forty five, which was uh, I think it was "Love Me Tender" by Elvis Presley. Oh wow. Mm on a, a picture sleeve and then I realized she wanted it <laughs> so she bought it for me because I was not a big Elvis Presley fan I was more a rhythm and blues fan even back then yeah. and uh, but she wanted a copy but she didn't want my father who was a big jazz fan to know that she liked Elvis so it was one of those mm. things 
And then years and years later, at Bob Dylan's uh, New Morning, I think it was called. Yeah. I got her a copy of that for Christmas because I knew she liked the one song, If Dogs Run Free, and she got me a copy for Christmas because she did this. So it was very one of those funny moments when we woke up and had the same present because she wanted it too. You were, uh, I think, known, in addition to being a musician performer yourself, you're really known for your uh, your musical expertise, I think. I think people know that you, you know, you're kind of a student of the history of music, and we were talking about Merry Christmas, Baby, which was, Charles Brown was the guy, and he did the original yeah. version of Please Come Home for Christmas, so I was going to say, give me, uh, give me maybe a song that we should know that you don't hear all the time that's just a great Christmas song that you love. I just heard a B.B. King Christmas song. Uh, I forget which one it was, but he's playing stinging guitar. It was later in his career when he wasn't playing a whole lot of great, yeah. innovative guitar. Uh, I think it's Christmas time comes about once a year, and he's just playing great guitar. So there's a whole album of R&B Christmas and blues Christmas. And if you can get some of the older stuff, that's really cool, you know. Yeah. Charles Brown put out at least four versions of that uh, Merry Christmas, baby. Yeah, because he had a big hit with it, and they just kept re-releasing it like f- every five years. That's like the, we were talking before. That's like the Taylor Swift thing. You re-record your own songs. You yeah. get the you own the master or whatever the deal. I don't know if that's the reason he did it, but uh, uh, well, listen. Uh, tickets are available. It's uh, thebasey.org. Uh, you can also call the box office uh, and get your tickets for New Year's Eve. Anything special we're doing uh, this year? Anything different? I'll be adding some horns. Uh, we've got a couple of different songs we're going to try to do. I'm hoping to get one of the new songs out, but I don't know if we're going to have time to do that because we're still working. I mean, working this weekend and sure. You know, it's hard to get everybody together except for uh, Soundcheck. And if we can learn it on Soundcheck, then maybe we'll do it. Okay. No. Um, what, are you, what are you doing for Christmas? You were just with the kids and everything, the family and everything? I am going to have a wonderful Christmas by myself with a really good bottle of wine. Yeah, listen, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> and I, I'm going to cook maybe some lamb or I might go over to my friend's house. They're cooking ham. I just like quiet. For All right. Peace. So white, red, or rosé? Oh, red. If, I, if I'm going to have a lamb, please. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Rush, Don't be a savage. I, I lost my head. Sorry. <laughs> well, there you go. The man, the myth, the legend. Thank you for getting up early and being with us this morning. Southside Johnny, yeah. uh, New Year's Eve, early New Year's Eve right here at the Basie. That's the deal. Um, thank you so much uh, to the Count Basie, the staff here. Round of applause. Thanks yeah. for having us out yes, this morning. It's been you. a fantastic broadcast. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. We will see you in the new year. This is 1071 The Boss in Southside taking us home, baby. Yeah.